Hey everyone, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the retrospective podcast on old Nintendo Power magazines. We're on this fantastic voyage through through all the prior uh, issues from, from issue one all the way through, uh, what are we at now? 50... 50, we just finished 55 there we with go. our fantastic guest, Sheldon Brown. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm John, and uh, uh, with me today is is Mike. Hello. Uh, ben uh, can't join us today, but um, we're all on our little uh, sabbatical here to sort of bank some review time and some just, you know, decompression time from recording every week. So uh, we hope that you're still enjoying all the content that we're putting out. <laughs> Apparently only one of us enjoys doing this every single week. <laughs> Actually, I, I, that's not fair. I do enjoy it. It's just, you know, what it, we, we've been going for a good two year, two and a half years. I mean... Uh, one year and a half. Like So we, we, we remember we've only just recently done our one year anniversary. Oh, uh, it felt like two and a half then. <laughs> and you weren't even around for the first few. <laughs> Anyway, yes, no, we I do enjoy it, but uh, you know, going to this format probably is is better just for the sanity of everyone involved. Um, so uh, during our sabbatical, we decided to maybe go in and pick out some of our favorite episodes. So I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to do with my usual recording time. I was just like staring at the wall, and <laughs> just going mad, like not talking to anybody, not reading anything. It was just like. You go to just thinking like maybe we're just gonna like masturbate, cry, and pass out. Like, well, that's what I do. But uh, you're like thinking about talking with your parents for once. Like, and then no, no, never mind. That's oh, you mean hearing them yell at each other? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, well, maybe if that's you can, great quality. That's great quality time. Maybe if you can, like, I do this podcast so in hopes of I can get away from that. Maybe you could peel like <laughs> one of them away and just uh, deal with them one on one. I don't know. Anyway, uh, as long as as long as one of them can follow the other one. Like I could separate them, but I'd have to. I'd have to hobble one of them. <laughs> anyway, anyway, and any, then the law. And then the law gets involved, and all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy for elder abuse. What the fuck? Any uh, anything good going on with you lately, Mike? Uh, well, I got. Uh, if you check the Facebook page, I got uh, playing with power T-shirt. Bam. I'm actually a little bit jealous Which, of that shirt, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I might have to make one. Yeah. <laughs> I got one that's like regular quality and one that's like extra soft. Ooh. So it's like fucking silky smooth. And yeah, I'm going to be going to uh, any places I can, just like walking around being a big fucking billboard <laughs> for the podcast. Yeah, I have to eat that extra hamburger. It. I need to be a better billboard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if anybody's interested in those shirts, let me know, and I'll find some way to uh, get get a hand, get them to you as cheaply as possible while giving me a substantial profit. <laughs> we should do some swag, like coasters or something. I don't know. If you want a Playing With Power t-shirt, let me know. <laughs> and since you're probably not, I already have your answer. <laughs> all right, um, so we all decided to go through and pick a few of our favorite episodes and so uh, I felt I would be uh, remiss or amiss what's the right word there remiss remiss to not go with my first uh, issue that I was a guest host on uh, issue 8 which is DuckTales so woo <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you Retro Princess oh I'm so glad that show is coming back. Next, Darkwing Duck. Then I'll be happy. <laughs> um, 
So, what? Like looking through the like the notes here. Back when I back when I took <sighs> super in depth notes. I remember playing a lot of these games. I like did a ton of extra super prep. Like <laughs> I was like super concerned about doing this the right way. <laughs> <laughs> back when you thought this was a professional operation. Oh yeah, back. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, it's. I don't know if there's any like specific moments that that like stand out as oh my god like well, they were amazing. As just retro, the fun as of retro doing princess this. told us, the first part was just singing along. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. So and we got good feedback on this, and uh, maybe maybe you haven't worked your way back to the start of the feed. So this might be new for some of you. Might be uh, you know sort of something that everyone remembers. If or if you don't remember it, you get to enjoy it again. Um, so. Without much ado, uh, please enjoy issue eight, DuckTales, with special guest John. Life is getting pretty good for 80s gamers. Kids are crushing games with ease, except for lamers. Nest packs will beat yo, cause we got Nintendo power. <laughs> Game Boy coverage and more Dragon Warrior. <laughs> Four way game pads and more Uncle Fester. <laughs> Roger Rabbit and Howard and Nestor. The ding ding ding. No, it's like the ding 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 ding. We got the Game Boy. What comes with it? A Captain N show. Who stars in it? Best believe we're gonna play with power. Woo! Mike and Ben have another guest over. Woo! And clearly the main game this show is Ducktales. Woo! All right. Hi, good. welcome to the Playing with Power podcast. Uh, obviously, today's issue is n- the Ducktales covered episode of Nintendo Power. I am your host, Mike. Joining me is my delightful co-host, Ben. Hello. And we have a special guest. My name is John. Hi, John. Hello. Hello, Mike. So, John, how did you find out about the show? Well, uh, Ben and I go way back. Uh, we met in Boy Scouts here in Arizona, and uh, we decided that uh, he was going to start up the, the podcast, and uh, so he asked me um, what games from Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo system, did you play the most as, you know, when you were growing up, and... Um, I actually share a common trait with both uh, you and Ben in that around the time that these issues were coming out, I, I'd actually, um, I'm, I'm originally from Australia and uh, my family was moving back and forth uh, to the States and Australia at different points in time. And as both you are aware, uh, when you're in another country, there's often a, like, a big lag on when the systems were, they would come out here in Japan and then, and then they wouldn't come out in the other areas for a very long time. So my first console was actually the Super Nintendo, but my neighbors across the street, uh, they always had uh, their Nintendo uh, system hooked up. And so 
over time, like uh, my neighbor would come over and play Super Nintendo at my place, but then they just kept building their library of the Super Ni- of the regular Nintendo stuff. So <laughs> I ended up playing through most of these games like on like a five year lag. But sweet. I do remember uh, the DuckTales game as being like one of the best games. So I was like, so, whenever there's a DuckTales episode, I, or I want to do it. So <laughs> uh, you hear they're bringing back Darkwing Duck. Uh, the like the TV series or yeah, and the comic. Oh, sweet. Let's get dangerous. I thought that yeah. was a rumor that was squashed. Oh, well, I saw coverage. I saw an article recently, but uh, hopefully it hasn't been squashed because I'd like to see it. Uh, did you ever read the Darkwing Duck comic? Because it takes off after the uh, the show ended. Oh, wow. Okay. And it really wraps up everything. Like, it even has some serious arcs about like a villain who's like losing his place in the world and like Quacker Jack like, gets <laughs> depressed. And it's, oh, my God. I oh, barely yeah, like, remember that show. Oh, he he suffers like rage. Like it, it becomes like it's an over art. It's like a subtle background arc that he's just getting angrier and angrier. And then like he meets a nice girl, tries to settle down, but he keeps falling back to his old ways. And <laughs> and then like he eventually takes this gun that turns people into toys and he turns it on himself. And he leaves like a little note saying, "Well, wow, that's dark. This is the, that's yeah, super this dark. Is, that is very dark. Yeah, he turns it on himself and he leaves like a, he sends himself. To his uh, girlfriend, and he says, "This is the happiest I can be." Wow! Into nice. a clapping monkey that will be behind. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, Mister B- Mister Banana Brains, right behind you. <laughs> nice. Well, oh, yeah. John and I actually did get a chance to play through these games. Yeah, actually, what we decided to do—it um, was Ben's birthday this this week. So, uh, belated happy birthday, Ben! Thank you. Uh, and right. and as as a prep for this issue, um, I got. Uh, a bunch of beer, and uh, we we set a timer, and we actually played through uh, a, a lot of the episodes uh, in ROM form. Well, getting lit. Uh, well, not lit, uh, but just buzzered. <laughs> so we were enjoying ourselves even through the bad games. Let's yeah. put it that way. Uh, a couple, a couple of games we like. We said, "Oh, let's, see, let's do twenty minutes," and we got like ten minutes, and we're like, uh, "Next game." So yeah, other ones is like the timer went off. We're like, "Hold on, we gotta wait till the end of this. We gotta wait till the end of the match," you know, because it was so good. So the Australian Game Boy is that a, a North American one or a European one? Well, I I lived in America. Like by the t- by this time, I was living in America, but like. My fan, like I don't know, I, I, I've never did actually it looked it. Yeah, did it look different from uh, it, uh, the it Nintendo's like, we have? It, it looked like the Japanese version, the Famicom version. Ah, uh, so it must have been a European model. Then. I guess. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the, but I, um, I do remember like my. It, there was a very severe lag on the release in Australia, and so uh, my mom uh, decided when the Super Nintendo came out that that was the system I should get. So I, I never actually owned an NES, but uh, I played through a bunch of the ROMs, obviously. Uh, Try to make up for it. We'll eventually get started with the uh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's the cover it. here. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's another it's another live-action animated blend. We've got uh, Scrooge McDuck in front of his big pile of money while he's showing us his amazing console that looks like a, a, a claw machine, but the only prizes are a bumblebee and a pissed-off gorilla. And there's like a. It has the plant from the game up there in the in the middle, like the thing that eats you. I thought it was yeah. from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, Aubrey too. Yeah. Aubrey, yeah. <laughs> but and the, the feed me Scrooge, feed me. The bees are in the game. I don't remember monkeys. I guess there were. Some I think there's some monkeys well, the, in the, it. There's, there's a and jungle level. There are level. those. Uh, there are there those plants. There, can, there can't be a jungle level without monkeys. <laughs> All right. So and uh, again, like it's just. You know, Scrooge is like pimping it with his big mountain of coin. Right. But uh, 
you know, clearly this is like his uh, his console where he decides what part of the world he's going to plunder for personal gain next. Well, yeah, that's the like, main screen. Like when you yes. select this, the game, yeah. Th- this is this, which natural I, resource should I rape next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is this is clearly the most '80s game ever made. It's like the rich just getting richer and like ah, oh, poor place in South Africa. I think I'll fuck it over by taking their diamond. Well, and I do like that he has his cane because anybody that's ever played this game knows that pogo is life. Like, if you're not on the pogo, like you're not getting anywhere in, in unless. The game. But then they subvert it in the snow level. Yeah, in the snow level, like, you can't use the pogo at all. It's just like screw that level. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's a great way to keep you on your toes. So, yeah, right. and uh, on the inside cover. The first page is the same we saw before. Yeah, uh, the, the hotline you know, to, like, rape your parents' phone bill, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call and, uh, Captain Nintendo for two minutes a week, a dollar for two but, minutes. Uh, yeah, but beside it, on the uh, on the second page, there seems to be some new device. It's like a, a booth with a phone in it. I, I don't know what to call it, though, but it's a got graffiti. Booth? booth, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Says for is then scrawled in the uh, uh, tag with spray paint. For a hot time <clears throat> for yeah. a, for a hot tip. Call one eight hundred five two one zero nine. If you want a hot tip, call this. No. I would like an erotic phone call with Donkey Kong, please. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Uh. Wow, that was impressive. <laughs> all right, so we have the table. It's all, con- it's all it's all in the diaphragm. <laughs> nice. All right, so we have the table that's, of contents. That's how it's pronounced, right? That's why it's spelled yeah, that way. That's yeah, right, that's it. It's close enough. Okay. And now we've got the mailbox. Uh, they have this, uh, the first letter I thought was really funny. This woman named Carolee Tvetin from Fargo. Yeah, Fargo, don't you know? You betcha. Oh. Oh yeah, you will bet. Yeah, she's got that that wonderful Scandinavian Scandinavian uh, surname there. She's definitely like Norwegian <laughs> or something. Oh yeah, she's. Like, def- she, I bet you she's definitely like short and blonde and pale as the snow that her yard is covered in. Exactly. But uh, okay, so she's like the NES is by far the best product I've ever purchased for my children. While being entertaining, I discovered it's one of the most durable things. Don't you know? You betcha. But yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I drove over my children's NES with our 84 Cadillac. Oh, yeah? It took... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was a whole lot more durable than my kids. <laughs> should, I don't think you should drive over the kids. I don't, yeah, no. I don't know if you said that. <laughs> as, long as, there's not a wood, as long as there's not a wood chipper involved, I'm good. You know, with, with, with Fargo. Oh, are so. you kidding? Like, they're, they're Viking. They're, they're practically like football Vikings, okay? Like, yeah. Trust me, r- running over the kids, that's, the, that's their reward for eating all their vegetables. That was, that's my team. I actually first moved to Minnesota when I came to America. So, Vikings. Yeah, so she runs. Go Vikings. Yeah, she, yeah, she ran over the uh, car with a with a cat. Yeah, and it still works. It's crazy. Yeah, she just like strained out some of the metal that uh, protects the circuit board, and it did its damn job. So <laughs> I like that and, response. And, They're like, uh, yeah, you probably you probably should just send it in next time instead of like trying to solder it yourself. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. instead of taking care of the problem for free, you should let us rape you at one eight hundred four two 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 six zero two. Right. We'll put the monkey on the phone. Don't worry. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. And. uh and then the next one is a lovely picture of a Mario birthday yeah, cake. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's not bad. And, and, and all I have to say about this is that the cake has better artwork than the first issue's ah, game coverage of Super Mario Brothers 2 did. Though he is cross-eyed, which is kind of a little disconcerting. It's still better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I stand by it. 
And uh, I believe that the next page for yes. the video spotlight has right. caught your eyes, yes. so I'll let you handle this one. All right. So i got to read this one. And this one is infamous, but I'll read it out in its entirety here. <clears throat> so it says, yeah, so this is when they send their player power notes in, and that's like when they want to uh, boast about something. And uh, so before we get into uh, the letter, you see this picture of a grown man with a mustache wearing a red Nintendo cap, wearing a uh, custom painted T-shirt yeah, with like Mario. Kind of <laughs> it just looks like airbrushed, like at the mall. Yeah, it's like an airbrushed tie-dye yeah. shirt with a the neat with the Mario Brothers cover on. And then he went with yeah. Mario Although, too, although they fucked his, up his yeah. uh, his undershirt because uh, he's rock, he's rock, he's rocking blue and uh, Mario's rocking purple. So right. it's like it's like Pride Mario or something. <laughs> and then he's holding right. up a Super Mario Brothers two yes. game pack as well, and he says, "I am one of your older power players. I'm 32." And I have some achievements to share. I have beaten many of your harder games, such as Deadly Towers, Bionic Commando, The Legend of Zelda, The Adventure of Link, Double Dragon, Mylon Secret Castle, and Blaster Master, using only one man. I also finished Super Mario Bros. 2 in 28 minutes. Some of my top scores are... And they list them all. and And here's the best part. It says, my friends call me Mario because Mario and I have some things in common. We're both Italian and we're both plumbers. I enjoy being called Mario because I take my gaming so seriously. A lot of people call me for tips. I tell them, don't give up. You can do it if you really want. (laughs) I also tell kids to stay away from drugs because you need all your senses when you go up against video game foes. My other hobbies are drawing cartoon characters and playing in a band. I am currently working on music for a game. And it's signed Mark uh, Discordia from East Lyme, Connecticut. So, and then there's oh. there's a whole story that uh, we all discovered uh, about Years this ago. letter because I did. Did either of you um, subscribe to Electronic Gaming Monthly when you were younger? I was like, it was a competing, no. competing magazine. Nope. I, I I was Nintendo until the N sixty four. Then I jumped ship to the PlayStation. And uh, I dropped my magazines after so, that. I dropped, once I dropped Nintendo Power, I was just like, no other magazine will ever do. So I, I always had EGM. Like, and I actually, like, they changed, um, like, publishers, and, like, I found the new publisher. Like, I'd subscribed over, like, multiple publishers to EGM. And one of the writers for EGM went by the, the, uh, the like, the pen name, Sean Baby. Mm-hmm. And... Sean Baby's column was always the funniest thing, like, in every episode. Like, I would, I would get the episode and immediately go find Sean Baby's column because he, he's just, he was the funniest writer in any, in any magazine as far as I was concerned because he, he just, he was willing to mock people a lot more than other magazines were. So I did not realize this, but he has since gone on and started his own website called uh, SeanBaby.com. And he reached. I, I remember out. that in I remember that in college, and so, I took a peek at it now, and it hasn't changed its exactly. look since. So All he right. wrote an article about about this specific guy's entry, and just kind of made fun of him in general, like who sends in a letter like this to Nintendo Power, right? And a, pow- uh, a power player, that's <clears> exactly that's right. So one of his uh, readers tracked this guy down and gave him his email address, 
And uh, so they reached out to him. And the guy wanted to know, like, why the hell are you even getting in touch with me, basically? Right. And the guy was just like, uh, someone. Well, you're in this, mat, you know, this guy's website and, you know, he's saying some stuff about you. And the guy did not take kindly to being. Oh, right. uh, some, so, someone's starting shit. Right. So he's responding. Here's Mark Discordia, word for word, responding to <laughs> Sean Baby's article. He says, Hey, you know what's funny? He makes fun like people don't have a life if they beat a lot of games and such. But first, I am a plumber making 3275 plus per hour plus Benny's and then I am still playing out in a duo now and I am still getting laid every other weekend by a different girl and still find time to play video games and all along I am still doing lots of drugs man my life is really boring he is doing a website no no that's a sighting what a, what a loser <laughs> Oh my God! He said, "Stay away from drugs." Yeah, his how, le- how, he how, lied how the his mighty, letter. His, his, how the mighty have fallen. His letter is nothing but lies. <laughs> I, 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 I love his response because it simultaneously like puts himself and Sean Baby down. Like there's there's no positive. It's all like just it's, mu- it's mutually assured. Dis- I'm a loser, and it's mutual destruction. Right. I, I'm laying pipe for thirty two dollars an hour. You know, like, Plus I can't things. get a I can't, I can't get a girl to commit to me. That's why there's always a yeah, new one. There's a different girl. new one every weekend. Yeah. I can't I can't hold a woman's attention for more than a weekend. The massage parlor gets a new one in every week. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he didn't say if they pay for him or not. <laughs> I bet at the time he didn't want people to do drugs, but then as uh, Nintendo games either got easier or something, there just wasn't much challenge in any anymore. So he had to supplement that euphoria and rush. Exactly. And, you know that, that that's when. Uh, it wasn't pure. It wasn't pure pressure, but simply hubris that undid him. It went on. Sean Baby then reached out to him, and it, it was just a lot of the same. Though the guy's kind of messed up. And yeah, but. if you want a fun read, go to seanbaby.com and you can find the whole thing. It's pretty entertaining. I've 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 cried several times over <laughs> laughter over that thing. So <laughs> I, cried, I, I cried for different reasons. <laughs> so that was back in. I want to say they wrote that he reached out to him what late nineties, yeah, I mean, early two thousands. I mean, it would have been probably about a decade after the after the letter i would say yeah this is this it was 15 years after so whatever okay. that makes that so i tried to figure out okay since sean baby wrote his stuff what has happened since then and like, like and was sean this really to, to, to mark i reached out to sean baby okay. but i also tried to find mark discordian see what was up to i, up to had, I added him on facebook but i think it's a fake profile there's like he has like four fake profiles <laughs> on there um so I, I wasn't able to find anything definitive except for mark discordia is still a plumber Still in Connecticut and still has the mustache. And I, I'm okay with that. I like to just imagine him. Just you know, I, I have a feeling this guy probably would have done a better job than Bob Hoskins did playing Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and well, well the, the, the Bob Hoskins appears yeah. in this episode. He could have just uh, rabbit like the, the, yeah. It's all a circle. It all completes yeah. itself. Mark so. could have just eaten the mushrooms. You know, <laughs> he didn't stop on them. Hey, Mario, Mario, we're not supposed to be doing those mushrooms. Fuck off, Luigi. <laughs> no, give me a bump. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, so moving uh, on to DuckTales. Uh, well, I saw the letter beside it. It says, Why I'm a Good Player by some guy named Clint Woodall. And the middle paragraph caught my attention. Okay. My goal yeah, to, succeed, to succeed Howard Phillips as president of the fun club <laughs> and start my own local fun club. Why would you need to start your own if you took over Howard's? 
Because he wanted to show, show it to Howard. Like, I guess. <laughs> hey, not only did I take over your fun club, I also made a second one. I started it's a, still better like, than yours. We're calling it the not Howard Phillips club. Yeah, you don't need to succeed no, Howard Phillips <laughs> to start your own fun club, buddy. <laughs> the no Howard's club. No Howard. No, no you, have to make it, you have to make it singular because yeah. Howard could you know get it. With no, we, no, we already have Howard Lincoln, the president <laughs> of Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, God. yeah so it's go. no Howard's. No <laughs> Howard's. Yeah, avoid Texarkana, by the way. It's a terrible place, uh, you know. It's not as bad as El Paso, but it's about as bad as you can Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, what a lovely departure. So this takes us to DuckTales. And, uh... <laughs> no, no more. No more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we we actually played... I, I, I watched a speed run in preparation of this, and then we also played... Through this game, did have you? Did you ever? We made it through just about half as good, right? (laughs) But did you play? Did you play this game? Oh wait, I forgot. There was one more letter that pissed me off that I had to mention. Sorry, it was under the cake. It says classified means classified, and someone was asking for trouble with level nine in Zelda, and they said it's very challenging. I want to know how to conquer level nine and win the game, but when I asked on the phone, you guys told me that information (laughs) is a secret. This person paid. They got on the fucking phone line that you pay for like $9 a minute. Like they're giving you like phone blowjobs. And this poor kid, Carrie Bachman, just got denied. They took the money and ran. I, I get. I mean, well, you know, we, you know what that gla- is like. The person t- on the on the on the line at, at the power hotline, like. Just didn't have a chart for that level and was like, ah, oh, you're you're on your own, kid. Uh, yeah, it's a secret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do, do we don't want to destroy the surprise by revealing what exactly happened. That's, that's so a we super disclose, level. Yeah. We disclose limited information about yeah. level nine. Yeah. Poor, <laughs> oh my. That poor god. kid. That poor kid. Yeah. Oh, no. oh my god. You'd be like, hey, you know what? Well, I only I, I'm very limited in how I disclose my fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no game facts back in those days. That was it. <laughs> uh, now you know why Game Facts was made because of this. Much. I, I bet it was founded by well, Carrie, actually, in, who's just like fuck you, Nintendo. That's actually kind of. I, I actually was thinking about that, like that sort of issue. Like this, this magazine uh, sort of it served a per- like nowadays. If you have problems with a game, like you just go on YouTube and watch a playthrough or whatever. Like right. what I mean, we had to figure out all this stuff with these magazines. Like this was the only way like to look at the charts. This is it. Unless you had yeah. a buddy who had beaten it before, you know, you, you had to you consult did, like, a professional. Say, like, go to that one part on that one wall. Like, I mean, cause you look at the DuckTales charts and there's all these hidden right. areas and stuff like, I think, I mean, oh, yeah. these, these games were, or these magazines were, uh, a pivotal. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, Oh yeah, and like, and they don't skimp on the dressing. I mean, you go to GameFAQs or something; it's just a text screen, right? But here you get like flavor text, you get graphics, you get screenshots of uh, them in the right spot. I mean, like they really, they really gave you your money's worth. Yeah. Now for oh. <laughs> for Ducktales, Mike, did, did you did you play Ducktales when you were younger? No, I uh, was just not fortunate enough to play it mm-hmm. when I was a kid. However, I did beat the uh, the remastered version yes. that came out on Xbox Live. Right. The music, the graphics, the voice acting, everything on that was top notch. It was a great, wonderful time. But uh, the one thing I have to remark to kick off this coverage in the magazine is uh, every often, not consistently, but every so often, Scrooge has blue eyes. <laughs> it, it's like it's like he's done like duck coiludes or something, and he's just like ah, I'm fucking seeing stars. 
Uh, you know, you're, on, you're, you're not on the moon, Mr. D. You're just, uh, you're just jamming your pogo stick in the backyard. Ah, fuck off, launch pad. I'm on the moon. Yes. <laughs> Send in Gizmo Duck. <laughs> you're talking, you're talking to the sprinkler, Mr. D. <laughs> ah, it's a fucking serpent. <laughs> You'll not have me money. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because DuckTales was one of, like, there was the whole line of Capcom games that were all, they all shared the same Yeah, all the Disney Capcom games were pretty and, good. And the Rescue plat- Rangers. Oh, yeah. Platforming Mickey, is just, Mickey's Castle. Yeah, like. Or Mickey's Magical Adventure. They, like, figured that. out, like, how to not fall through platform. Like, that was enough. Like, it, you, it just wasn't, it was, it was, it was very mm. solid in that, um, there wasn't it, like just solid sprites like you, yeah it was like you, it felt like you were in control of the character like, take what you did for Mega Man and now apply other skins to it exactly and how success. many times can we sell Mega Man was kind of <laughs> we can we can we can sell it with Scrooge we can sell it with Darkwing we can sell it with Chippendale right but this I I did play this this was one of the games that um I had when I was when I was growing up and um. It it is a very like it is a solid game. The um the the moon level that eight bit music is like some of the best music in any of these eight bit games. Like oh, uh, it's too it's like too good. Yeah, like, for just a generic level, it should have been like the like theme, the, yeah. like a bonus level or like the like it should have been like a big reward rather than just like oh we got this big fantastic thing that's going to be like a, a little micro symphony right. and uh, we're just going to pop it in one of these random levels. It, yeah, it just it didn't fit. But it was just so good. It might be my favorite eight bit music. I, I would speak for yourself. I like the jungle music myself, <laughs> personally. Uh, <laughs> always got to be a contrarian. We all know Ben has jungle fever. <laughs> 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 oh, but, it's uh, the gorillas. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look on the uh, the internet. There are so many people covering the moon theme. Exactly. Uh, like Smooth McGroove does an acapella cover, and uh, like one person did like a, a thirty minute symphony. <laughs> remaster you gotta check that out oh jeez <laughs> all right okay, and on so, this on this first page it was actually there's one funny really funny thing about this first page if you look at the of, of the ducktales coverage uh page eight uh there's the beagle boys at the bottom and so ben and i were playing uh the amazon level and he got towards the boss and i was like watch out for one of the beagle guys because if you read the little thing it says you know don't don't mess with them because if you hit you they'll take your treasure and and i'm like <laughs> don't get hit by the enemy you'll take his treasure and then responded <laughs> oh like what what are you talking about i'm, I'm like didn't you read the the issue it, it, it totally spells out that these enemies will steal your your money <laughs> bastards so, uh, and then we promptly died to the boss so it didn't really matter but <laughs> oh yeah that was the only boss we got to, too. Yeah, I did find one of the treasures that's on the next page. That was I had to pogo on like eight frogs in a row, or maybe three, but it felt like eight because I was a few beers in at that point. Hmm. So, and then we go, and then we start going through the the different levels. So let's. Uh, it's got good coverage. Let you know like what the uh, what's in the treasure chests. Right. So you know if it's worth the effort. You know, like I don't want, I don't want to like uh, like risk getting hit by this repeating enemy or. Uh, you know, risk falling down a waterfall or something just to get a fucking ice cream cone. So it lets you know, like, if you're, if you're, like, if it's a big diamond, a one-up, or the ice, what yeah. to do. The ice cream the, cones uh, are, are, are crucial because they're the health in the game, actually. So that's how, yeah. you, that's how you get the, And the cakes. cakes and the, well, and then the money you actually need in order to bribe or buy stuff, Well, there's, right? there's one point yeah. in the game where <laughs> you have to bribe your way. But the, yeah, you uh, have to bribe a statue. Yes. I don't... 
Yes. Like, you have to bar- bribe a foreign official. Yes, basically. <laughs> and then... Like, um, what the hell is this thing going to do with $300,000? Well, it's a statue. You can't buy a house. The other... And then there's actually three endings to the game. And so, depending on how much money you've accrued during the playthrough... It uh, it changes like the message at the end of the game. This is how Scrooge gets around like child labor laws and uh, environmental pollution laws in foreign countries. Right, he just bribes the staff. <laughs> he just like, oh, yeah. I have some money. And the and the bad ending, his uh, secrets get exposed on smoking gun, and he gets hauled away. Right, it's like a WikiLeaks <laughs> kind of thing. I think. Yeah, <laughs> he gets all, all how he acquired his fortune is revealed <laughs> in the uh, in the neutral ending. He just gets like one leak, and he manages to weather it, though his reputation doesn't recover. And then in the good ending, he gets to uh, silence all the sources, <laughs> and uh, he he's sitting pretty on his gold blood fountain diamonds. So the Amazon did have like there's one enemy on the top right of page eleven. You see the spear throwing native enemy spear trickers. Like, it's it's borderline racist. It's one of those things you, as you're playing. <laughs> as you forget, forget the forget the border. It's just there and racist. <laughs> well, I mean, at least he's not like too dark skinned. Is the is like the one good thing about it. But oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's. Um, as you're playing it, you're like, "Oh, that's definitely uh, that would not be in a game today." He, he seems to be more he seems to be more Aztec than uh, African or like right. Ruth, uh, more Tutsi or exactly. or Zulu. It's still offensive that he's throwing spears, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it's not offensive if the group if not a, it's not offensive if the racial group is dead for centuries. <laughs> it's okay, they're right. dead. Hey, yeah, they can't be offended if they're dead. Exactly. Only living people can be offended. Come on, man. So yeah, and the prize for that for the Amazon is the specter of the. King, King, and so then what's the next level? Transylvania. Transylvania. All right. Oh, now yeah. here they have the magic mirrors that you can uh, yeah, like swipe between. My favorite part of watching John play through this is is him trying to uh, hit every tombstone that he came across, and they're inevitably being, inevitably being a ghost that and would can't, jump like, at jump him. Jump on the ghost, like they just they're like uh, invincible enemies. Like so nope, you're getting hit. And you and of course, uh, you know, true to the era that you have you have like three hits and you're dead. Like it's not like <laughs> so. Yeah. We had to restart the emulator and play it on easy. We were yeah. like, you get two hit, two hits for every life point, basically. And so let's see, Transylvania. Uh, you have a lot, the realm lost point, and you actually uh, at the end of the game, after you get all the the um, the treasures, you go back to Transylvania and you battle Dracula. So. That's oh, yeah. that's, that, that's that not was, in the magazine, but that's, that was a nice twist for me when I was playing the game. I just thought, oh, I thought I'd be fighting Magicka Dispel or Flint Glumgold, and and then uh, they show up, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. And now bringing Dracula, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> okay, good twist. I don't remember Dracula like, on the uh, on the on the TV show. Right? So. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they didn't call him Quackula. Oh, such a missed opportunity. It could have been a crossover with Count Ducula. <laughs> oh, that would have been Missed great. opportunity. <laughs> All right, and then let's see what, what else. We have African, African Mines. Mines. My favorite part of African Mines was uh, at some point you have to ride in a mine cart, but the mine cart is filled with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So you jump in it thinking, okay, I'm coming along, boys, to save you. And then the yeah, mine cart it, just yeah. like falls down a hole and you have to jump out. <laughs> But the boys don't jump out with it. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, so long. See you in see you in the afterlife, boys. Like, I'll, I'll buy some new nephews. <laughs> I'll buy some new nephews. I have to go make some new clones now. <laughs> I gotta go back to the cloning tank. This I think this was the boss that we got to. 
Um, I think possibly. it is. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. And then we got the King of the Terra Fermis in the Himalayas. And uh, basically like a big yellow fat smurf. Yes. And he throws a bunch of uh, like snowballs and stuff at you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the guy we got to, wasn't it? Oh yeah, no, that's the Amazon guy. Never mind. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, it that's is. Himalayas. Yeah. No, they had the magazines wrong. Is king of the yeah, Fermis is stuck to the cave, and to beat the king of Terry Fermis, yeah, yeah, it's uh, oh, they put him on the page. Oh, like, the Amazon. Yeah, oh, shit. yeah, yeah. The the magazine is wrong. <laughs> they put it on okay. that page, but like then then you go another page, and then it has the Himalayas. Like they didn't have room for yeah, and it has a weird picture oh, of a know. rabbit next to a next to a goat. But the way they're they're situated, yeah. it's like the rabbit morphs into the goat. Yeah, I mean, you look at it; they're the same color. It's like it's like the most fucked up Pokemon evolution ever. Well, they only had so much <laughs> money to pay the artists, so they just you know cloned over the face and killed the body. Like the the rabbits jumping up, like like oh, I'm gonna hit you with my little paw, and you're gonna go to hell. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he morphs into a fucking goat, and he's like, <laughs> and like this level like, sucks ass. Like this is this is the worst oh, level. Ice levels I'm in like, Nintendo oh. games are the fucking worst. You're slipping and sliding all over the place, and you think, oh, this is challenging. The gamers are going to love it. No, they don't. Well, and on the top gamers, of that. The gamers hate you. The gamers yeah, want on top you to of die. That, you can't use the pogo stick, yep. which is like the only like effective weapon you have, because if you pogo on the snow, you just get stuck. So unless you can like successfully chain all your pogos off every enemy, like unless you're basically like a speedrun champion, like you're not, you're not getting this level done. Yeah, the, the bad guy at the bottom is the abominable, abominable snowman, it says. Hmm. Come on, Scrooge. I'm waiting. And then they have the moon, which they give, like, no card. It's, like, like basically half a page. I think that's next. It must be next week's, then. I, no, I don't think so. I think it's just they ran out of, like, pages. And they're like, ah, oh, let's just throw the moon in. And the last one. There you go. The and moon. We ha- yeah, and we have a red gizmo duck for some reason. Oh, no, because that's what you have to get the key. That's the thing. Like, the way... In the moon level, you have to unlock a key that like lets you activate Gizmo Duck, and he actually knocks yeah. down the wall that gets you to the so you can fight the boss. Like he, I, I get that. It's just why is he red? He was red on the show, wasn't he? I don't remember. No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. He was he was solid white with the occasional decals. Okay, maybe maybe part of me was, I was I was okay with the image just because I didn't remember that being like an off a color well, they palette they, they, error in Nintendo Power. <gasps> I'm shocked. <laughs> They don't show you a screenshot of Gizmo Duck in the game, so we can't verify it. But I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He didn't have like a red shoulder plate. <laughs> so, anything else you want to but, say about Ducktales? Or uh, well, it's uh, the the magazine says it's not over yet, but I do. So, <laughs> Dragon Warrior. All right. Now, did did you play Dragon War- Warrior? Oh when- boy, did I ever. Okay. I love the hell out of Dragon Warrior. It was uh, one of the it, like it was one of the first RPGs I ever played. Okay, and like the music when you turn it on, it's like just so cute and medieval. And uh, have you ever played the Dragon Warrior games? We we played it on Friday, but I was never a big RPG. We played it on uh, Friday. Uh, are, are, <laughs> you, are you sure that you were explained properly what an RPG is? Yes, over the last four well, issues. I, I think just because I was a little bit younger, like, there's these are not easy games to just, like, fall into. Like, you kind of have to, 
I mean, you have to have a lot of patience with these, and oh yeah, you you'll go you you think I'm gonna go exploring, I'm gonna be great, like I can handle these slimes and drackies and wyverns, and all of a sudden, wow, there's a big fucking gold statue. Exactly. But if I beat him, I get a lot of money. Why is everything red? Why? Where? What? Oh fuck, dead. Yeah, exactly. And so we actually we had uh, a roommate, my roommate right now. Um, was a big RPG guy, and he was watching us play, and so we actually shoved the controller in his hands and said, have at it. We spent, <laughs> we, we spent about two minutes on it, and we are like, yeah, this is exactly what we remember it being. So. Yeah, he spent uh, about 20 minutes just trying to figure out how to save. Oh, my so God. I, 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 played a, save? I, I played a recent ROM of this, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, since I already played the original, I thought I'd play one that's a little bit uh, different. And what that one was, it swapped out the uh, Airdrick for Mario, Wow. And uh, Koopa was the dragon lord, and uh, he'd actually fight like Goombas instead of slimes. So someone put some work in on that, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Except halfway through, then you're fighting like scorpions and wyverns and drakies, and I'm like, uh, just, this is where he trailed off. They gave up. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he stopped working. Figured no one would get this far in this mod. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we see uh, role-playing adventure for the NES. Never before have you experienced this kind of adventure. Yeah, because this was a first for the NES, like this sort of... This yeah, sort introducing of... this to the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they had, like, some type of RPGs before, but this was, like, the first one that would be accessible to all people because it's, it's not really hard. I mean, you just have to remember that if you can't beat an enemy, you, there's no special technique or anything. Just, you just run. <laughs> you just run. run. And you start, like, whacking rabbits until you're stronger. You're right. It's basically, you know, precursor to Pokemon and that kind of stuff where you just level yourself up. And it's teaching you the, the value of grinding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's a Japanese game, so if it can't teach you how to waste your time, then what's it, what's it doing? <laughs> the grind is real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it, uh, so it you, starts off you play, you how... You've played through this game, though. You've gotten Yeah, I beat it. Okay, I beat okay. it when it was on the uh, Nintendo. Nice. Uh, yeah, there was a, my friend said he got his free, but I had to go get mine. And his also came with a, a book that had maps. Oh, and, sweet uh, lord. There you go. Uh, stuff. Oh, it was <laughs> maps and books telling all the, the herbs, what shops are selling what. It was just everything laid out for you. And he got that shit for free as uh, like because he was subscribing to Nintendo Power. Nice. Yeah, so I haven't mentioned that so far in this podcast, but in this uh, second year at Nintendo Power... Uh, it was still bi-monthly, but um, what they started doing was every other month, when you weren't getting an issue, they would send you a strategy guide. So I got, I have like in my box over here a strategy guide for like Super Mario Bros. 2, Dragon Warrior, I think Tecmo Bowl, and then there's something else like the four-player games. And they only did that for one year, and then after that, uh, so next year of the magazine, they'll do uh, monthly issues. Yeah. And uh, now we see a map... Like, it uh, tells you some of the basics of, like, uh, you know, talk to the king, recover your HP at the inn, right. go to the shop and remember to get your clothes and clubs and remember to equip that shit and you're going to need a torch to uh, get around. Although it says that, but if you look at the map they provide for you, you won't have to waste money on the torch. You just have to remember ah. where the hell where the hell you are. Yeah. And just follow it. We probably should have given uh, that to Dan on Friday night. He would have. Yeah. (laughs) We probably should have looked at the issue. Yeah. You have the, you said you have this guide and you didn't look at it. Well, we were enjoying (laughs) our our, our beverages at that point in time. So we were focused on a single task. (laughs) Consume malt. So now, uh, 
then it kind of goes into the enemies and stuff here too. That's really cool. Oh yeah, this is the thing. It it shows the creatures, and this is where the artwork really fucking tanks. Because you know what a slime looks like. You've seen anytime yeah. you've seen like a coverage of a Dragon yeah. Warrior game, you know damn well what the slime looks like. He look looks, friendly. yeah, he looks like a little boob. Right. Like it could and be a little plush toy that you could, you know. That, sell. Yeah, there are there are plush toys that you can sell. Yeah, there you go. It's still, like, it's, still uh, a, it's still a big series today. So like, I mean, yeah, there's and still. Uh, like I remember for the PlayStation Two when Dragon Warrior Eight came out, they had a a controller that was a yeah. slime. Yeah, you could like basically play with a boob, which was great <laughs> for you know. Yeah. Didn't they have a, a special Vita with the? Uh, with the slime, it was either a case or a PlayStation Vita itself, where they replaced the PlayStation button icon with a little slime. I'd believe it, but uh, the thing is, is yeah, they fuck up the slime because in this one, he looks like a puddle of shit. Yeah, he, look, he looks the, like the, the the thing in the Mucinex ad for the phlegm. Like that's kind <laughs> of. <laughs> I know he's just got this look of like. He looks know, uh, like uh, Pete's the Hut from Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh, wasn't there like somebody on a South Park? Yes, uh, Mimsy from uh, from South Park. <laughs> a little Remember, bit, uh, yeah. A little no, bit. no, no, not Mimsy. Who was the other guy? Like Terry or something? I, when he's like, "Shut up, Mimsy." Uh, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. he's got that same that same squinty, frustrated, <laughs> constipated look. And then, well, and then, so when we were playing, we and are, he's blue. We Why ran, is he green? They we, fucked up the they fucked up the color. We ran into uh, uh, the Drakey, which I would always play uh, Hotline Hotline Bling for Ben. Which he, he did not like that. I did all. not like that at all. <laughs> ben, ben, ben. I'm like, the guy enunciate at all? Will it kill him? Dude, if you're going to have one rapper out of Toronto, it's Drake. I'm just saying. He's, he's, he's a Canadian treasure, all right? I don't know. Like, how come everyone's talking about Drake when no one's talking about Snow? That's a rapper from Toronto. <laughs> Oh god! Informa, right. you know, cinema. Like, oh, that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, right, for the right. longest time, I thought he was just like rubbing his finger over his lips when he was singing the damn song. Informa, the geeky boom boom, yeah. I think we're probably the least qualified trio to be discussing rap, though. So. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm doing a better Jamaican patois than he did. <laughs> that's, that's well, it all sounds like that anyway. Not yeah. racist. No, no, no. And uh, then we see, like, the magician and the warlock. Yeah. And uh, they look like the uh, wizard. Ag- they look like Aghanim from Zelda <laughs> Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or the emperor the- from Star Wars. Yeah, and the most disturbing thing is the skeleton. Where, where the fu- Why the fuck does he have fangs? I thought he was a reanimated corpse of a human. What the hell was he in the previous life? Like, why does the skeleton have fangs? Um, it looks like, uh, what was that, that, uh, stop animation, uh, Greek god movie? Like, uh, the Clash, is it Clash of the Titans? Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Uh, they look like the claymation version of, of, of those skeletons. It's kind of got that look to it. Yeah. And, uh, then we see on the next page, raise your level by fighting. And then it shows a picture, and it says, like, only experienced foes can face this. And it looks like... A dragon's head on a tumor. Yeah, exactly. So it's like uh, this. Like this is a poorly drawn dragon. It just looks like the head next to this floating, veiny, meaty lump exactly. for a body. <laughs> it's like a you know, dragon warrior. The, the world was just irradiated, and these are what's these are what's left over. It's kind of yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, then it talks about uh, strategy tips, blah, 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 where to get your level. Right. Which brings us to the NES <laughs> satellite. Yes. Hold on. The, hold on. Before the, we get there, I wanted to cover some of those illustrations where it says, raise your level by fighting. So the one that I want to point out is this one where it, <clears throat> it says, your strength, agility, attack, and defense power increase as your level rises. And this guy... <laughs> Is like arms outstretched with sword in one arm, kinda legs like a, outstretched. Kind of like a Creed video. A little <laughs> exactly. Bit. I was about to say he looks like the cover of a Christian rock album. <laughs> and he has like this uh, cod piece or cover that's just hanging all the way down. Well, it, he, he's so well endowed, he needs it. That's, yeah. yeah, it, it has to go. To has the, like, it has to go. To, it has to go to his kneecap, or there's no point. Right. Right. But he also has like breast plates that look make him look like he has breasts. Yeah, it's kind of a. It looks like a brazier. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like medieval Batman. Begin. It's like medieval Batman forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So All right. See, you're right. Then there's then there's the Nest satellite. Which did, did, did anyone have this? I remember seeing it in the store, but I don't. No, I remember the the four score, which is the the wired one that came out, but. I've never seen any of the wireless infra- infrared wireless things well, before. It's, it's it's stupid though cuz like it has to have line of sight to the to the console. So I mean, guess you can put the console in the corner of the room and then this on your like coffee table. And <laughs> If you're if you're an only child, oh yeah, you would never need this, the, right. The, the, <laughs> no, if you're an only child, this and parent and had parents who actually understood what the what contemporary technology is. Then you would have a decent experience with this. If you lived in a house with an actual family in it, your mom would be standing in front of it trying to talk to you, and you'd be like, Mom, move! Oh, yeah. Why? Just pause it. I can't! Then just don't stand there. Like, <laughs> maybe if I just plug the, co- the controller into the console, I wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if you've got, like, a little brother just walking around standing in front of it or... Or right. just like walking by constantly, and you keeps breaking the line, and you keep like stopping or falling into a dead pit. Oh, the and worst would be when your like parents want to inter- want to get your attention, they just go and stand in front of the television. <laughs> Not only are they doing that, but you can even pause at that point and just <laughs> no. and I'm dead. Well, and, and of course, nothing else in your house uses IR, so you know that's that's not going to be a right. problem either. Right? Oh yeah, let me, so let me turn de- the volume up. Oops, <laughs> and I'm dead. So yeah, yeah I, no, what, what do you know? I just ran to the right. I don't remember anybody <laughs> owning this particular. I mean, it is cool in that it gives you a four-player capability, but I think yeah, I think the ones that I, when I did see it, it was the wired version. I don't think I ever because you probably had to buy batteries. And, I mean, it's just all kinds of terrible. So. All right. So, so one of the four-player games they talk about. Yeah, this, uh, so we played through Super Off-Road. I was just looking on. at this, uh, the, the uh, ad, and on the, uh, on the bottom left of the uh, spread, it says, like, any controller approved for use with the NES can be used with the satellite. In fact, if people are playing and each likes to use a different type of controller with the satellite, there's no problem. So, so what they're saying is that the Nest satellite has no standards. It will take any controller you <laughs> want to shove into it. No holes barred. <laughs> Maybe if I could use my like, you know, my Xbox One controller. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll let you talk about the multiplayer games because yeah. most of these are sports, and I'm just gonna. We got. I'm just gonna we check out. We were a out. few beers in when we started playing yeah. these. Uh, but so, uh, what is it? Ivan Stewart's off super off road. Mm-hmm. This is. Um, it was really popular in arcades uh, and. It's very much like a coin eater kind of game. Like it, it was, it, uh, and 
neither Ben nor I played this particular version of the game, uh, but we played a whole crap ton of the Super Nintendo version right. of this. Um, and it's it's literally the same game. Like, they did not change anything. No, it's just better graphics yeah. and music, basically. Like, it controlled a little better on the Super Nintendo, but, like, it is the same game, pretty much, just, like, scaled back in graphics. And we we played through, basically, like, a, a career run uh, in right. about 20 minutes. Uh, and Yeah, the game doesn't really end. No. It just keeps going. It just gets harder. So there's four cars in it, and if you that allows four players to play. But if you if you let the computer play, you you will be facing off pretty much against the gray car. That's the one that has like tons of, of power from the beginning and like unlimited nitrous and always like just beats you. But you can level your car up if you spend wisely on your post race winnings. And uh, it's 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 a solid game. It's a very good you know racer to play with your friends. And uh, one nice little thing when you're selecting your character, you actually get to select your home country. And if you win the race, it actually plays a little eight bit version of your of your national anthem. Yeah, that was so great. That was that that added to some fun. Uh, yep. Really. And then yes. the uh, yeah the trophy babes were the same for <laughs> for every everybody too. But yeah, the but different it colors. Really we should have. We probably should have gone and changed our nationality a few times to hear some of the other. But we, we yeah, we played, you should have like tried a Canadian or like a Russian German and to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. John, well, John picked Australia and I picked USA. So it always fun when we when we won different matches. We hear our national anthem play a little bit. All right, and so then we also we I I couldn't get the ROM for play action football to work, um, and I just went and watched a video on it. It was. It's a weird, like three-quarter isometric view. With it's just a terrible. Like it's terrible. Like there's nothing good about uh, about this game at all. Uh, it, it is an entirely forgettable uh, football game. Though there is a really cool intro to the game where um, they release a bunch of balloons uh, that in the in the shape of like like it's like hundreds of balloons on the field, and they're like in the American form of the American flag, and they let them go, and like it raises up, and like it's really sweet. Like like I bet half the resources for the game were on this re- were on this intro because it looks awesome. But other than that, the game's really terrible. Um, we played Kings of the Beach volleyball. Oh yeah, so Kings of the Beach volleyball. Let's talk about that. So this it's was an amazing. Like it was. Awesome and great at this, uh, like awesome and terrible. It, it, it was terrible but hilarious to play. So, <laughs> one of the things we kept doing is uh, the movie. I, I don't know what it's real, actually called, but you take your two hands together, kind of make a fist with them, like and you yeah. bump it up. Yeah, bump. Yeah, yeah, serve. No, 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 no. Like when you not a you serve. Like sort of make a V with your arms and you hit the ball up. Like not a set. Like when you kind of dig, but not not with the whole. Like, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So in the game, it just looks like they're jerking off. Yeah, we were just <laughs> jerking. I kept trying to give my teammate uh, congratulatory hand jobs, like, after each point. And so what what really, like, became the deciding factor was neither of us could serve because the timing on serving is, like, so precise. Right. That, like, if you got a, a couple serves off in a row, like, I, I think I got a few points together and I just, like, was able to, to get to the end of the match. Yeah, the, you have the same button for jumping up high to, like, serve as you do for... Spiking a ball as you do for blocking, right? And and then and so it, for me it was like it would it would decide on its own what I was trying to do. So I'd be trying to like block, like a shot, and it would just like, oh, you're trying to serve right now? Yeah. Like no, why and would I be trying to serve? I'm trying I to block. Out how to block until, until Ben pointed out that uh, if you hit the two buttons together, like it does the block move, which I always forget when because like with the NES controller you only had so many buttons. And so they had to have moves that were, you know, smashing both buttons at the same time. And 
that kind of threw me off. But once once we had that down, it was it was all fun. So we didn't play Nightmare on Elm Street or Magic Johnson's Fast Break for fear of diseases. And <laughs> uh, I like the uh, the picture of Freddy. Yeah, it looks in awesome. Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. He looks like an old guy like walking to the store for smokes, <laughs> and it looks like this. He's, he's walking along these two. Uh, upper middle-aged joggers who just like uh, say hi to them as they pass by. And That's then, what the screenshot looks like. Yeah, uh, we skipped the other volleyball game because we played the and, one. And they're yellow skin, so apparently Nightmare on Elm Street is more like Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> I love that episode. So we okay. did. John did try to play hoops though. Oh, and yeah, I was <laughs> I was pretty drunk at this point. <laughs> And uh, I saw there's one character that's called like Doctor Doctor J or something like that. Wasn't there one called like Oh no, Mister Doc? That's who I was playing as. So I was like, Oh, you know, Doctor J's in the game. Like I'll play as that. But like the controls are so awful. Yeah. So it it was Doctor Doctor J against Barbie. Well, no, like yeah. So it it randomly picks an opponent, and so it paired me up against a blonde girl, and she was like just dunking on me and like it was just I, I, I was yelling at the game there was gratuitous cut scenes of this five foot tall chick just dunking on this tall black man like over and over and over yeah it was really disheartening like I made, I, I lost uh, like a lot of uh, my will to, to play I, uh, I love the artwork it's great on, it's great I, in here though yeah I love the artwork on the uh, blonde guy with glasses in the corner it looks like <laughs> he's trying to throw a pass and he's, he's fucking he, shattered like, his fingers <laughs> his hands are his fingers are broken like they are bending in ways they should not. And what's going on and he, with that? And he's just smiling it off, like. And what's going on with that girl's bottom arm. lip, like the in the bottom right there, like. Yeah, like he's like rolling his tongue under his lip or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's like trying to wave with broken <laughs> and, fingers. And the guy in the top right is super creepy. Like I don't, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's kind of. He, he's creeping on everybody. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's I like, know. you know, he looks like um the uh, he looks like Doc from Punch Out. <laughs> A bit, yes. So anyway, but this game is borderline unplayable. I couldn't figure out any any of the um like no. Anytime you got the ball, it just a possession, just like run around me, grab the ball. Yeah, you would try to like back out to like get to you know in bounds, and she would just take the ball, ball from you before you can get there. Because like, the, the, the not the, the computer opponent is just so much faster than you. So yeah, I, I I'm sure there's people that are good at this game, but I, I'm not one of them. So, but it it, 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 was, it was interesting in the sense that uh, it looked you know pretty good, and the artwork in this in the uh, in the issue is is good too. So I like that it tries to under, like to explain the like rudimentary rules of basketball like in a page. It's like <laughs> there's traveling and shooting and steal the ball. Like 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 if we had to teach a bunch of nerds how like how to play basketball in one page of text with images, like how do we even I, like hey. They they had to spend four issues telling us what an RPG is. So <laughs> yeah, you, you, oh. know, you know, you know, Amer- it, it's clear that the the Japanese people at Nintendo had a very uh, very unflattering image of what North American people uh, wanted or expected or could handle in a game. Yeah, that's why they didn't even give us Super Mario Brothers two. <laughs> because they're just like no, this too this too hard. Why do I no finish? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, oh. so. They're just like, because oh, oh, like only the Japanese mindset of like constant grinding and effort and like that's why the RPGs are always so big there because it's just a game's not worth playing unless you have to spend like three weeks learning the damn thing. Yeah, exactly. So, 
that takes us to Counselor's Corner. Counselor's is the next thing in the episode. All right, so yes. let's get right and, into it and talk about the counselors. Oh, well, I just so wanted to briefly to... mention the uh, the Ninja Turtles. Oh, sure. Uh, you remember you talked about how the gaps were uh, getting you, uh, screwing you over because you couldn't jump over them? Yeah, you just basically walk because you can't. Yeah. yeah. But right. here, here, that same, uh, that same uh, effect in the game will screw you because <laughs> now there are little pits you have to drop down. And if you don't, like, stop at the right moment, you're just going to walk over the gap Pretty much. completely. Yeah. Oh, and I so, love the screenshot the they hear. On that game is just... Uh, the screenshot they hear of the pizza, and it's like, how do I get the pizza? And, like, there's no way possible to get that pizza in the game. But here's only here to distract you. That's but funny. by the time you get down to it, like, the spikes have closed in, you're dead. So it's just, like, it's just a cruel... Yeah. It's, a cruel it's a cruel, like... Commentary. It's, it's like it's like it's like the programmer's commentary on like the the struggle of life or something. They're like just that. trolling you. <laughs> it, it, no, they're like uh, they're like John Doe from Seven. They're right. just they're just showing you the sin of gluttony. Oh God! <laughs> but what I mean, what Ninja Turtle isn't going to want pizza? That's just cruel. A dead turtle. That's what. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. So All right. We have, uh, some Should we move on to the game uh, gameplay counselor, counselor profiles? profiles? Oh, I'm ready to move on to the counselors. Uh, it looks like the dads. Are back. Yep. Uh, we got Todd J. Bergman. Uh, not a remarkable guy, but he's clearly somebody's dad. Uh, Cam also Racy. rocking a power mullet. Still. Yeah. And Cam Racy. I have no idea what's up with this girl. Like, I'm, I'm having trouble staring at her. She's like one of those, uh, like, just like her face and her skin tone. She's like one of those uh, uh, illusion things where you have to stare at them long enough the to ma- see the picture magic underneath. Magic eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she's a living magic eye. <laughs> and, uh... Then we have Rob Baker, Dave, uh, Dave Murray. Dave Murray. <laughs> oh, oh sweet lord, sweet his, lord, Dave Murray. His, eye, his eyebrows look like the children of his mustache. Yeah, there's just—he's rocking the facial hair. Yeah, and he's like his eyes have disappeared. Like he's—he's he's squinting so hard. His eyebrows are so heavy they've crushed his eyelids. <laughs> uh, and then Rob, Rob, Rob Baker, who's rather unremarkable, I would have to say. He just looks like he's posing for a, a high school prom yeah, photo. Uh, yeah, yeah, got the prom photo. What's going on? Yeah, he's probably there with Kim, and see. and they got they got like their two dads over there looking at them like, oh, those kids, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna be real nice. I mean, like she's. She's in good hands with him. And How much would that suck, though, to be like in your thirties and your job is to take phone calls about video games? Like, yeah, how was the how was the office today? Like, oh yeah, you know, all the kids are calling about Pilot Wings today. It was crazy. Like, <laughs> oh, Pilot Wings. Uh, uh, this this Metroid game, it, yeah. it, it's the bane of my existence. Oh god. Uh, anyway. Uh. I've made some bad decisions in my life, but I'm glad I'm not at that point. <laughs> I would love to hear from some of these people that used to work at that job. Honestly, I, tr- I tried looking up a few <laughs> random people, and it uh, no go. Apparently, they all fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> they got sent to like Maybe. A Nintendo internment camp in Siberia. They got, they got, they got sent to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what else do we have? The they counselors? got reprogrammed. Counselors. Uh, we have a Castlevania. I'm not that interested in that. Uh, unless you got, guys are. Did you have uh, anything else in Counselors Corner? No. Nope. All right. Let's move on right, to so Uncle, Uncle Fester's, Fester's quest. Oh, <laughs> uh, this. All I have to say about this is so many frigging heads. They just keep posting the same damn surprise look of Uncle Fester. Every 
place. A boss battle? Oh, shocked face. A UFO? Oh, shocked face. Uh, a map? Oh, shocked face. Another boss? Shocked face. Hey, we get to meet our family. Oh, shocked face. <laughs> At least it's like it's like the art. And he still got that stupid fucking hat on, like it's, like 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 Mickey from Fantasia. It's like um the art department for the game, like for the production company, gave them like five images to use for the for the piece. And like, oh, we gotta stretch this out for a few pages. Yeah, well, the, int- <laughs> the intro like to the game them, is the only good part, so they had to they re- gave, reuse it over and over. They gave them one, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So did did you, uh, Mike? Did you did you play Uncle Fester's Quest when you were younger? No, I played. I believe it was uh, the Adams Family Values. Yeah, game that, that for that, the Super Nintendo. That, that game, was fun. Yeah, that game's a fun game. This is not a fun game. He <laughs> <laughs> was torture. Uh, no, it looks like absolute shit. But I'm looking at some of the screenshots where it says like "Be prepared to enter the UFO," and all you see is like a bald man in a black robe with a red beam coming out of him. So basically, Uncle Fester is now the emperor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and you will learn the power of the dark side. Now, Ben, you owned this game, correct? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> and you don't mean that in the sense that you dominated it. No, no, no not, not by a long shot. <laughs> yeah. I did remember making it into the sewers at some point, which is like the second area. <laughs> That's about as far as I can make it. This game is just brutal. We were, it's we were awful. playing the night, and we're, we were using like turbo controllers, you all have kinds of stuff. Literally. Right two health points right that's all you have and you start off with a gun with like a pea shooter that shoots like two feet in front of you so you think okay i want to get upgrades and we knew from reading the magazine that um red blue 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 upgrades were good red upgrades were bad which means you they were downgrades right you're running through all these enemies like they're basically like endless waves of enemies so like they're all piling up you can't see like so you're grabbing random upgrades Without realizing you've just downgraded your weapon. Oh, when you're going off screen because you have to back up, someone's going to run into yeah, you? because the way Nintendo games, it keeps generating the sprites because you're like right on the point. That's yeah, and then you the move sprite. forward a foot and so, they're back like, again. You're just nailing the controller as hard as you can and it's just throwing like <laughs> waves of frogs at you and you're just like, I hate everything about my life right now. Like it's just... <laughs> right. Oh, God. We, they, uh, we, whoever designed this needs to be put in a closet. So take a look at the spread here on page 40, 41. It shows the street on the bottom, which goes all the way to the right. And uh, we made it our mission to, get to, to make it all the way to the right. And, you know, you find the easy frogs, and then those are harder frogs, and even the harder frogs, right? And eventually, like, I just ran on there to find nothing. There's absolutely the nothing down there. And, like, you're trapped. It's just uh, all kinds of terrible. But, yeah. Um, one other, int- on page 41, you see just, br- like, there's a couple images. Um, there's actually some, like, isometric 3D um, sequences of this game. Like, it kind of looks like a precursor to the Star Fox games when you're playing it. But the problem is you can't, like, all the walls and everything look exactly the same. So you, like, have no idea which way you've gone inside these. Yeah, there's no decoration. Like, so you're just, like, looking at wall after wall after wall. And so, like, the idea is awesome. Because, like, like tech, like from a tech demonstration point of view, like, it's crazy. Because it was really pushing the hardware. But, like, it's it, playability was just next to impossible. And the bosses. Are, are pretty hard too, from what I understand. We didn't get to a boss. We we gave up pretty quickly on this game the other night. I, so. I, I bet you didn't uh, play much of the next game either. Uh, 
the Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Oh. We, we tried. We tried. Uh, yeah. Was it as good? Was it was was it as good, or at least half as good as the coverage of this game suggested to be? Because the, the the spread is awesome. <laughs> like the, like what what the problem with this game is? Um, so it's it's basically a sequence of buildings with numbers on them, and you just go into the like building and search. Like so, there's like you know fifty. Uh, uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, the same city planner. For uh, 80s New York was the guy behind 1940s Los Angeles. Exactly. And so, like... Because you, you look at the Ninja Turtles, and it's all the same fucking plain-ass buildings. Pretty much. It's like, does, don't, don't cities have, a like, a cityscape? Like, So I played through most of the, the time we played, and it was basically, you find a building, you go into it, you have to ask someone if there's something in the building, right? Yeah. You wait for the wait for the text to scroll to ask them if there's something in the building, and they say yes or no if there's something in the building, and then you have to say it took me about 15 minutes to figure out that when you search for it in a drawer or something like that, you actually have to wait. You have to wait, and it's like searching dot 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 dot, dot for about five seconds and before it'll it tell you. Then it'll tell you if you found something or not. Because I was just going over hitting the button as fast as I could, I'm like okay, searching that means nothing in there. Move on, right? Well, that's not the case. So, so I got fed up with like it was really boring to watch this, and so I actually pulled up a speed run and watched the speed run while while Ben was playing just to see like what you're actually supposed to do if you like know what you're doing <laughs> what is it like 22 minutes long oh it's like eight minutes it's ridiculously fast oh my gosh yeah um but so basically so this game so this game is just ridiculously padded yeah the the premise uh, well because you'd have to go through all the areas and find the special stuff and like this guy knows exactly where he's he's going and all that but like did you you remember the movie uh, who framed roger rabbit right oh it's a classic oh, I mean, I, what, I, I, what i what i want to give to see a sequel i love well and i was actually thinking about that uh the other night there's no way that movie gets remade today. But do you remember the like the licensing in that movie? Because uh, they had like all of the the Disney characters and the Looney Tunes. Like, yeah, there's and no the, there's yeah, no the thing way was, anyone signs off on that today. They, they could only have equal uh, share share time. Like when they had Daffy and Donald on screen, right? Each one of them had to have the same amount of cells. Oh wow! Like and. For the same time. So even even back then it was difficult, but they they pulled it off. It was, it was no doable. Way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just love the idea no, of Mickey I, talking. I mean, that's a kid's wet dream to see like Mickey talking with Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And to have Daffy and Donald getting into a fight while playing the piano. It was just. I mean, oh, oh, the the eighties was like the golden age and of just you know letting shit slide and just making a damn movie. Christopher Lloyd was just the I. I He's one of my favorite villains from any movie. And then this, me, yeah. Eddie. Yeah, he was phenomenal. And I killed your brother. I talk like this. <laughs> and then he runs over the steamroller. I mean, that movie, that that's one of the best. Oh. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a great movie. This game is the antithesis of, of the movie in the sense of quality. Um, <laughs> so it's so it's who so it's who shit on Roger. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the premise of the uh, basically, you know, there's like those kind of Weasley guys in the movie that are that are like uh, the, the weasels. Yeah. yeah, the weasels. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they chase you around the map. They're like the main the main problem that you're dealing with. But uh. Uh, and then you end up battling, uh, you know, Christopher Lloyd's. <laughs> Character. My my shining light is right at the beginning. When for uh, the spread, it shows Roger Rabbit aiming his ass towards Eddie, <laughs> b- bent over with his tongue hanging out, sweat down his back. Like he is clearly presenting 
And the first thing out of his mouth is, I can't take this anymore, Eddie. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, clearly he. He's, and Eddie, he's, is, Eddie is definitely contemplating what he's going he, he, to do to him once he gets home sort of thing. <laughs> Roger, Roger Rabbit's definitely going through a, a cool world phase right now. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, cool world! Oh, I remember that. That was like that, we that thought was. Yeah, go- yeah, yeah. We thought that was going to be the six, the spiritual sequel to Roger Rabbit, and nope, nope. Though <laughs> no, I, I don't think uh, all of us were of the age where uh, when the, when the movie came out that we were starting to notice girls. So uh, Jessica Rabbit definitely probably was formative in many of our <laughs> pre pre. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, those unrealistic those are unrealistic scintillating curves. Oh. We. We did manage to make it into the club there, and it's like you talk to her. She's like, "You had to go find my number and call me." <laughs> so you're just like searching around random tables, and you eventually find her phone number. Yeah, yeah. So just like the, real life. Yeah, and the thing <laughs> is, in, like, you, do you call that phone number in the game, or do you have to call an actual number? I think it just progresses the plot. I don't. I don't really remember. Yeah, we. I was like, okay, how do I find a phone? Yeah, and, and we kind of if you look at <laughs> died at that point. I'm searching my pockets. I can't find my phone. There's no, no, no. You got the wrong mindset. Yeah, at page forty nine, there's a map of the outskirts of the town. You have to go up there. And it's basically like just like they threw this whole wooded area into the game. You have to like randomly search for like a few caves. It's it's a yeah. suburbs, but being no, the forties, no, no, no. there's it's, nobody in the suburbs, yeah. so it's called the outskirts. It's just terrible. Like the guy doing the speed run, like basically you just run down the. Look diagonal. at the over. Look at the overhead map. It's like someone took like three overhead areas from dragon warrior slap them together and hit copy paste to fill it out yeah i don't think i think they're running out of resources and kind of like pretty uh, much what do we do and, and, yeah, and the whole time you're being chased <laughs> by the weasels and and, and and when you look at the stretcher map from overhead it looks like the turnkeys for a span cam yes yes exactly oh uh, so, anyway this game's but, awful avoid it like but salvation <laughs> salvation lies around the next page yeah. save your, because, go, go watch the movie instead of playing the game you'll enjoy yeah, the movie a yeah, lot more yeah <laughs> salvation yeah yes. salvation is here in the form of a portable game system called the game boy yes oh boy Thank this God. thing yep. oh the memories the oh. precious memories i mean the ability to play games on the go i mean it just it was a, it was like the it was a liberation exactly and what's kind of funny about i think the game boy was really the first system that i ever, i i i saw I, you know you would see professionals at the airport with a game boy like it wasn't i mean cuz oh, yeah. i mean it was i mean what we were seeing was like tiger electronic handheld games right which were just fucking pathetic. Right. And then we see this thing. It's like, oh, no, I'm actually moving. Right. I'm not just, like, taking a picture and mo- and lighting up a different picture that give the illusion of movement. Yeah. I'm actually fucking moving. Like, and, the screen is moving and shit. And you can change the games. Like, right. You know, that's the... That, I mean, they basically... Have to, they had to make a big point about the fact that the games are interchangeable. Pretty much. Because... I guess the the handheld stuff is just such junk up until this. Oh, point. it tainted the well so much they had to let you know, like, no, these games aren't stuck inside. You can right. swap them out. And of course, you know, I don't know about you, but the the game the game that sold Tetris to everybody has or <laughs> sold the Game Boy was Tetris. Really, I mean, like, once you saw you know Tetris, you're like, oh, this makes sense now. Like, I I I want to play you know this system. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Tetris was a great choice to put in there, and I think that's why it was more approachable to uh, non-kids and yeah, non-gamers. It's, like a, like a simple, it's a really simple puzzle game. Right. But, 
Yeah. They, they, they kind of oversold it though. I mean, like, I mean, it did have a lot of great qualities to it and it definitely deserves much of the praise it gets, but they, uh, they kind of sold us a bill of goods here by saying like, Game Boy games have all the detail, depth, and dimension of NES games condensed right. to a size that will go where you want to go. Right. And anybody that's played yeah. these games, like, they're not, they're not on that. <laughs> I don't think that's true. There's some good, there's some really good no, ones. No, they're solid. It's just like, oh yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's like the, what they're telling, what they're trying to sell you is that like, you could almost practically, like, if you could make it fit, you could jam an NES cartridge in right. here. Hmm. And aside from the color downgrade, you could basically be playing the same damn it's kind game. Of like, like today, the Vita, like, it's pretty much like you have a PS3 in Although your pocket. Th- that would have been right. pretty, that would have been pretty dope. If they could actually put an adapter on it, although it oh, would yeah. be pretty, t- it would be pretty top heavy. I'm pretty sure to you have a cartridge dangling off the top of your damn game. You, you want to get beat up at school? You whip out the freaking NES adapter to your <laughs> Game Boy and slam that thing. Yeah, in the I, I guarantee <laughs> you. Please kill me with this. <laughs> please, yeah, the Game Boy is just like, please kill me, kill me now, yeah. <laughs> Franken boy. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, did, did you ever have the like the the Tower of Power with all the game genies, where you'd have like five or six adapters plugged <laughs> into your? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, this this one gives me unlimited life, and this one, you know, <laughs> dials up some lady in Russia, so I get hints or something. <laughs> like, anyway, uh, and uh, it talks about all the power of the NES pocket size. They keep telling you yeah. it's just as good as a Nintendo. It's just smaller, which is and, it's really a disservice because it's a great system. I don't, yeah. don't see that. I don't think that's yeah. a selling point. Yeah, you don't have to equate it to the NES. It is its own thing, and it is beautiful. But uh, what got me, what got me was the uh, the last sentence. It talks about the different games, and it says an all new Super Mario Adventure, where he goes to places he's never been before. <laughs> Super Mario Land. Oh God! It's fucking named after him, <laughs> and he's not from it. Let's mushroom he's never been, <laughs> he's never he's never been there. Yeah. How is this place named oh, after him? Like, uh, yeah. like how does he justify well, this? Is he going to say like, hey, it's an old family property? I I do plumbing for a living to be my own man. Uh, you well, know the and plus you know I I don't like the views that the flowers they, when you eat them you don't you don't spit fire you just shoot out rubber balls. I think he takes it over and plants on a flag at the end. You know, <laughs> Princess the, Peach. Yeah. Princess yeah. Peach didn't like, give him. A, didn't give him what he wanted. And like, Super Mario. He's like General. <laughs> Gen, he's like Generalissimo Mario at the end of it. He's, <laughs> right. he's basically like it's like Tropico. You've got your own. Like, <laughs> Your own well, yeah. And well, now we will well, round up all the mushrooms. <laughs> the intelligentsia, the first to go. Let's go. The Mario Gestapo, let's go. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I think like once he once he dethroned Bowser hmm. and Princess Peach took over, like she was too well established and had the love of the people, so he knew he couldn't oppose her. But he, his thirst for conquest was just awakened. With yeah. all the devastation he wrought over Bowser, so now he just took over this land with an iron fist, or with an iron white glove. Okay. All right, and then uh, uh, did you did you have the link cable? I I I don't think I remember seeing people with it. I don't ever remember. It, it came it. with it, but uh, the only time I remember using it was for Pokemon. Oh yeah, to trade That's to trade uh, characters back and forth. Yeah, and then of course you'd have a friend like that had just started playing Pokemon, and you would get like. Nothing. Was that for yeah. Game Boy or Game Boy Color? Uh, but, well, Game Boy. The original red, red, blue came out for Game Boy. It did, right? yeah. So, oh. 
Yeah, yeah it's been a while. You would have traded over the link cable. And, yep. You know, you you would take love, someone's like yeah. shiny Charizard and like ruin their life. You know, basically. Oh yeah, I love the uh, the talk where the, the a link with the Soviet Union. So it's like right. they're doing the. It's like Nintendo Power is doing everything they can to knock down that wall. Right. Like they just <laughs> they just want to bridge the gap between Moscovites and Americans, and you know, Game Boy is the is is how it's going to be done. Well, have you ever heard the story of the this the the, the what is it? Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, have you ever heard the story behind like? Yeah, how he got screwed over yeah, because being in royally screwed on. The, oh yeah, on the because royalties. like his game belongs to the state. Yes. because he mm-hmm. is a he was a communist. Yeah, so he he wasn't owed shit. And it's like, dude, you, know, you you play a game that like freaking grandmothers are playing. Yeah, and that sold like all these millions of systems. Like, and, yep, yeah, still on app stores today. That's why. Uh, that's why communism is uh, a thing of the past, unless you're so popular now. Unless you're in North Korea, which is best Korea. So. Yeah, we're a member of Sergey. That's that's how yeah, it felt. Exactly. So, and uh, uh, we get to see they explain Tetris. what Tetris is. Yeah, we, I mean everybody knows Tetris. Well, yeah, well, they call them they, tetrads. Yeah, actually. they tell us t- they tell us tetra means four, yeah. and. Uh, you know, I remember playing. Uh, if you played a Tetris game recently, they'll uh, they have a different name for the pieces. They <laughs> call them tetraminos. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. But here they call them tetrads. So yeah. it was. Uh, yeah. I remember the commercial for this, uh, like one of the many commercials for it. Uh, it showed like uh, this teacher walking by a blackboard, and she's got the pointer, mm. and she's pointing at the various shapes. Right. Yes. Yes. I think I remember this. Or, or she's pointing at it's like like rhomboid, trapezoid, tetrazoid. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we really need to sell. Everybody knows Tetris. I, I think. Well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we have like a little mini comic of Nestor playing the Game Boy, yeah, and the mom like, oh, is like trying so to scold him, and she's like, "What's this? This looks easy." And next thing you know, mom's on the chair getting fat and disregarding her kid, <laughs> which is pretty much what happened whenever we showed our parents. No, nice. Like that was the last time we saw the Game Boy for a while. So I don't know if, if I did that in my house, he would. My dad would just take the fucking Game Boy and just like wouldn't touch it because you know, like only like losers play games. But you know, he would just be like, okay, well, you know, you're good. You get this back. <laughs> no, I never. Right. My my parents never played uh, the Game Boy, but I did have this awesome hot neon multicolor uh, fanny pack. That had room for my Game Boy and, and you several game packs. Oh yeah, I got photo. I have photos. Ben has the virtue of he he's about six two. So <laughs> I wasn't six two. The size where, where, where the, the kids weren't going to pick on him too much. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't that tall then. Yeah, but, well, obviously, <laughs> but yeah. So that was I went around with that thing pretty much anytime we traveled in a car trip or whatever. I would have that with me. So it was always my companion. So now we're moving on to Willow's World. Willow's uh, World. This is called Willow. Well, I, I, lo- I looked at the uh, I looked at the page, <laughs> and it said like Willow's World. That was just like the map. Yeah, it's Willow is the is the yeah the uh, world for Willow yeah, like the game. It's the movie. Yeah. It's the game. That's like Mario Land, or you yeah. know. Yeah, I was just. It's just one of yeah. those uh, Ron Burgundy moments where I forgot what I was <laughs> doing and just focused on what I was reading. <laughs> Yeah, Fair enough. this is an Opie directed movie, starring um, what's his <laughs> so, name and uh, Val Kilmer. Anthony, what you said, Ron Opie. Howard. Yeah, Opie. So it's just like Ron, Howard. Ron Howard. So it was Anthony. Oh, oh, okay. Ron Howard. Yeah, he directed this movie with the help of uh, ILM Vfx. Did he give Henry Winkler a uh, a role in it? No, <laughs> it did have Val Kilmer though as Mad Mardigan. Look out for his buddy, damn it. 
<laughs> you already jumped the shark too late. Hey, hey. Anyways, I tried, I tried right. watching the movie. It was like it was weird. Oh no, this movie is oh, great. Awesome. This movie is a is a great eighties. Uh, I guess I never got to watch the whole thing undisturbed. Okay. Well, you should go back and watch it. It's it's a classic eighties movie, fantasy movie. So, anyways, John, I got a chance to play this one too. As we were uh, having some beverages, yeah, we, <laughs> we and, were uh, we were well into the six packs at that point in the night. Yeah. But yeah, so you start off in the in the town where Willow starts off his journey. Were and, you singing uh, the song? No, you can, we you, you can play if you want to. <laughs> what <laughs> the safety dance? It was a it was part of Willow, wasn't it? No, uh, why no. would the safety dance be part of Willow? <laughs> I remember seeing the video for the safety dance, and it showed scenes from the movie Willow. I don't know uh, what you're right. talking about. Uh, I think it was just medieval themed video. I don't think it was. Mm, yeah. I remember the video. They're like dancing around a, like a maypole with yeah. The, the, like, yeah, the streamers and stuff. I don't think that was Willow related though. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't remember. That takes me off on a tangent. Remember this is great skit from uh Conan O'Brien's <laughs> show where they had the uh, inappropriate reactions channel and they had yeah, yeah, one yeah. With men, men without hats channel. Oh, it was God. just a guy. Yeah, there we go. He, Every all, all parts facets of his day were like, you know, <laughs> it's like, honey, do you want toast? Well, you can give me toast if you want to. You know? <laughs> oh no! Like I'm divorcing yeah. you. Well, you can divorce me if you want to. Did, did have you ever <laughs> like the greatest episode of Conan was uh they had they packed the audience full of like second graders, and <laughs> instead of having celebrities like come and talk on the show, he had like an accountant <laughs> as the guest. So all the kids are just getting like really bored. They're, they start booing the accountant. It was like the greatest like thing I've ever seen. These, like, yeah, basically trolling graders. a bunch of second graders. It was or or year two, as they would say, north of the border. Ah, I see. Well, anyways, so we we uh, walked around as Willow. Yes, I the, looked, uh, Yes, I just found the safety dance on Wikipedia, and it says that. <laughs> oh no! Oh my gosh! Look, this is going to be stuck in my head, and I'm pretty sure other <laughs> listeners are going to be like telling me I'm right or I'm wrong. And it says yeah. that the safety dance was uh, done in the village of West Kington in Wiltshire, and there was a dwarf in it called Mike Edmonds. Who's yeah, but that's not Willow like at all. Well, now you can see why I was confused. Yes, so, I remember there being a small person in the, in the video, but I didn't think it was... Completely unrelated well, to anyway. Willow, except it had a dwarf in it. Right. Which makes it sort of like Willow. And the, yeah, this had Warwick Davis, who was one of the Ewoks, right? Yes. yes he was he Wicket. Was wicked. He was Wicket. Mm-hmm. So how does the game itself play? It's pretty terrible. It's like an action RPG. <laughs> it's, I actually think it might not be bad, but uh, our problem was we couldn't find the uh, sword or shield in the beginning yeah. of the game. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of important. Yeah, it's like yeah. telling you you have to go around the village and find the sword and whatnot. And Though the graphics are really yeah. good. Like it like it looked nice. It almost like, looks like a Super Nintendo. I'm yeah, looking at like it spells, was, items. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. nice. It looks pretty it crisp. Was, it was definitely bringing it in in the aesthetic. It just, you know, sort of just kind of hard to figure out what you need to be we doing. We lost patience very quickly with it. So we actually ended up running out of the uh the village with no sword and very quickly very quickly <laughs> met our demise. <laughs> Who needs a sword? I do love this page uh, 60 here. There's like, don't just carry items, use them. Like, thanks for telling me that what every game has ever taught me. Like, I like, why does this need to be put in print? 
anyway. Amen. Amen. It took four issues to tell us what an RPG is, okay? That's they're, true. They're, they're trying holding, to cover all their bases. Our hand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're dealing with... We're dealing with an American audience. That's oh. what this magazine is for. Oh, hey now. Whoa hey now. now. You're an all-star? <laughs> Get your game on. <laughs> all right. Let's move on all to right. River City yep. Ransom, which uh, we played through, and that thing was awesome. We didn't want to give yes, it up. Yes, this game. This game was amazing. We, wa- we, we probably should have given this a, like a, the rest of the night because it, it brings oh, it. Oh, for it sure. It's a fun game. Because it's kind of like uh, Double Dragon in, in uh, Double Dragon 2, I should say. And that is cooperative, beat 'em up, street fighting and whatnot. But it's also kind of got some RPG elements where you can get yeah, health you, and you can buy right. things and there's a story along with it. So you have to kind of like uncover mysteries and whatnot as well. Yeah, because so, so basically like when you beat enemies, they drop money. And like as you transition between the areas, you can stop by stores and and buy like different items from the different stores that have like different yeah like you go to a sushi bar like and you decide what items off the menu you want to eat and it refills your <laughs> oh life my God. or like not levels only, yeah. you up and stuff so not only do you dress like a douche bro <laughs> you also get to hit you also get to hit the sushi bar like one. Oh, for sure yeah i, I love the uh you the can moves. see right there on 64 it says you are what you eat and you can see there's like <laughs> salmon arc shell sea urchin halibut swordfish <laughs> at the sushi bar <laughs> I'm looking at the uh it says like these boys are armed to the teeth and I'm looking at like a straight old punch, a swift kick. Uh he's throwing a friggin' tire at some guy. Looks yeah. like he has a, a balding guy wearing glasses. Like, yeah. uh, uh, like again another douchebag maneuver picking on nerds. Yeah, and it's kind of <laughs> questionable you just like kind of go to a street and start beating up everyone that's there like maybe they're you're just really terrible people and yeah. you're like terrorizing a city. Yeah, it's yeah. a douchebag. Pretty much every yeah. time they go into an area it's like, well this gang owns this area and you just Everybody start is beating like, the crap out of whoever's there. <laughs> I just I just you just take the game at its word like and you just start terrorizing everybody is my enemy. Yeah. I won't kill the world. <laughs> Meanwhile, the but news I, is like two douche bros have taken over the city yeah. with their violent <laughs> rampages. River this city, was River super was playable and super fun though. I I definitely would play this oh, game. Oh, it was very again. fun. Uh my favorite and when it shows the picture of the moves, the the last screenshot it says like whew, Finding Ryan's girl is tough work. Time to book for some grub and quick. And the uh, the screenshot, it looks like he's dropping trout to take a shit oh, in the yeah. middle of the street. <laughs> yeah, there's something not right with that sprite, I'm just saying. <laughs> he looks like he's just and, dragging his knuckles on the ground, honestly. Like caveman style. I, 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 think, I think that sushi ran right through him, and now he's just got to <laughs> oh. get rid of it ASAP. Oh, sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Cuttlefish. Cuttlefish, Kyle? <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway. Cuttlefish <laughs> always have revenge. <laughs> oh. So, huh. then the next, uh, anything else about River City? Ranger? No, next up I we never, have... Uh, I actually, I never heard about this game until I saw some uh, uh, guy make a Flash video of uh, harder, better, faster, stronger <laughs> with this guy nice. in it. Hmm. Wow. That's right. that's when I found out River City Ransom was a real game. And uh, yeah, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It uses like almost all the sprites to have this guy dance oh. around the screen to the song. It's a uh, hmm. it's and good use of Daft Punk as well. So nice. uh, check that out. It's always always good. All right. Next up, we uh, got Batman, Batman for the NES. Ah, this game. I uh, love the movie. I like the uh, the screenshots. Talking about, like the screenshots seem to be very 
like really pushing the uh, the graphical abilities of the NES. Mm-hmm. If if these screenshots are to be believed, I never got to play the darn. Game. On the bottom left, I don't think that's from the game. The ones on the right are from the game. Even the uh, Nicholson one? I don't remember that from the game at all. Uh, we didn't we 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 didn't play that much of it. I think that they're like they have like I don't think it's like moving video. It's just like a still image. Yeah, but you're looking you're looking at the bottom left though, Mike, where it looks like there's photos from the movie. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't right. think that's in the game. I think that's uh, just part of the print where they're just explaining what the story of Batman the movie is. On the on the right side of the second page, it has Batman going, "Where is Vicky? She's in <laughs> Vicky's in Gotham City. Gotham City. You yeah, where the hell do you think they were taking oh. her? The suburbs." Oh, Everyone's in the friggin' city. Where everyone in the in Batman world lives? Yeah. Oh, they, Where's that Joker? They took her to Metropolis. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh and then I'm looking at these other screenshots and I just gotta ask, why is Batman purple? <laughs> Jason is yeah. blue, Batman is purple. These things don't make sense. The NES can be good. I mean, we're looking at the screenshots here. Like yeah. well, Batman is black, so obviously he's not running around Gotham <laughs> dressed as the Scarlet Pumpernickel. Though, I mean, the backgrounds are all black, so maybe if they'd gone with a black Batman, it would have probably got a little bit difficult right. to, you know, and, track and, him a bit. And then we'd be, yeah. we'd be stuck in Schumacher Gotham, where he's in black right. and the city's purple. As soon as you start playing <laughs> this game, it's very easy to forgive the uh, color palette. Uh, it's actually a pretty fun game. It's got it, yeah. good wall the way he jumping. Jumps on, the way he jumps around on walls and throws weapons, it looks like Ninja Gaiden with Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's a, and it's solid. It, the controls are solid. It, 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 you know, considering what a sh- like shitbag, you know, licensed movie games tend mm-hmm. to be, uh, in this, in this era, uh, it's pretty decent. Yeah. But take a look at the, some of the weapons he's got on page 68 here. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. Batman is wielding a gun in here, which I don't remember him ever doing in the movies yeah. or comics. <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah, the kind of like the, the bat, like the, the gun that shot like the grappling hook. But, True. Yeah. I mean. Be, yeah, this one just fires a straight-up rocket out of it. Like a little mini it rocket out goes of the handgun. Yeah, it definitely goes against the nature of what Batman's supposed to be, but, you know, hey. Uh, I saw the trailer for the Batman versus Superman movie, and while it looks great, uh, the uh, in the trailer where Wonder Woman shows up, mm-hmm. uh, as it's, like, panning out to show them, like, uh, taking a stand against Lex Luthor or something, mm-hmm. it looks like Batman is holding a shotgun. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, What? I mean, it was bad. It was sketchy enough to have Ben Affleck, who is middle-aged. I mean, let's face it; he's not like Dogma or Goodwill Hunting anymore. He's he, he's got a little bit of salt. He's got a little bit of salt in the pepper going on. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's one thing. But now having him as uh, like older older Batman with a shotgun. <laughs> Rock salt. At least they skip the at least they skip the bat nipples. Like I mean, that's pretty much uh, you know. But, by the way, that reminds me. Uh, what do you call uh, Batman when he skips church? What do you call him? No. Christian Bale. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Anyway, oh, that's Mark Hamill worthy. <laughs> All right. Next up, we All have right. play action yep. football, which we didn't play. Yeah, no. I could get the round to work, so I decided to play Tech Mobile instead. Uh, so I could show Ben how uh, how good the 
uh, Bo Jackson was in relation to every other player in that game. Though what's weird is Bo Jackson's only in one play mm-hmm. for the for for uh, the Los Angeles team. So. And oddly enough, whenever you get a touchdown, it's still a white guy doing high fives with another white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, institutionalized oh, racism yeah yeah skip skip play action football it's uh it's not a good game it's not tech mobile really, really yeah, yeah you know <laughs> just play tech mobile instead it's a lot more fun all right classified information any tips okay. in here we liked well i like the uh the mega man one where it says hold the mustard when mega man makes <laughs> his way to the lair of Woodman, he encounters the fierce fire breathing hot dogs they have tremendous strength in their blast and are tough enough to take several hits from Mega Man's cannon. This is where Flashman's Time Stopper can be a real lifesaver. Well, yeah, except usually you end up hitting Flashman after Woodman, so this is just, like, not not good or not prudent. Uh, that seems to be about it. For the classified information, we got some Mega Man Legacy oh, of the there's Wizard. A, yeah, there's a cool one for a Guardian Legend. It's a tune. Yeah, test. It lets you hear all the music and sound effects from the game, which is always pretty cool because that game has pretty good music in it. Yeah. Hmm. So a nice which, little bonus. Or, or, if you, or you could, ju- or you could just, you could just wait twenty years for the internet to come out and then you can download it. Oh, of course. <laughs> 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 all right, so that's it for classified information. Then we have Howard mm-hmm. and Nestor comic. Oh, Mike, take it away. Well, Howard, uh, Nestor is taking the role of Mega Man, and it says, From the depths of Skull Castle, one day a challenge was broadcast to the world. Anyone who can match wits against the evil genius of Dr. Wily will become the master of Skull Castle. So basically, you win win the quiz show, you get a massive evil air, and all the the, uh, various things inside. So... Nestor takes on the Wily Challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get to see the hot dog from the Woodman's Lair. <laughs> what is the hot dog mm-hmm. exactly? The hot dog he is... He was just talking about it with the, with the, with the hint, like the hold the mustard thing. Yeah, I know, yeah. but they didn't show a screenshot. Uh, is well, it the they wolf the scre- they guy with they the shoot, tail? Yeah, he's the wolf that shoots fire. Oh, with the, with hair the hair dryer, dryer tail. from the tail? Okay. Yeah. And he's answering the door standing up, so apparently they're, they're completely bipedal. If, <laughs> if need be. And uh, so, like, the hot dog says, Where is this amazing Nestor person? It's me, you mechanized mutt. Now take me to your leader. And right. now we see Dr. Wiley, who doesn't look so much menacing as, you know, like, just like a kindly old tinkerer. So right. it's not the same, uh, he doesn't have the same red eyes and uh, Jamaican flag color scheme that he had in his suit before. It looks like he's going to off, offer me like a Werther's original. <laughs> that that chicken looks badass, though, is what I will say. Like that chicken is mess not, not messing around. Oh no, no. You, you you fight you fight him. You you better uh, you better you better fucking jump because you do not have enough firepower to take him out before he tramples you. So, all right. So they what they decide they're going to have. Uh, a, a, a knowledge battle of of yeah. the game Mega Man. Yeah. That's how they. And now we see a slab with uh, oxygen canisters hooked up to it, or settling, I guess, for uh, burners. And mm. uh, he tells him that this is his ultimate in game playing aids. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it definitely, definitely brings the AIDS. That's for sure. Yeah. And then he takes it off, and it's a golden suited Howard Phillips with a with a yeah. tin bow tie. Yep. <laughs> and so they take him on in the quiz, and uh, Nestor asks him, like, "What's the best weapon to use against Bubble Man? The Metal Blade. What stage should you defeat first? Airman stage, Circuit Head." So apparently it it has its SAS chip installed, mm-hmm. and uh, it says hours go by, and then <laughs> uh, Ness finally Nestor finally decides to give it one of those like logic questions, and it says how do you get out of this place? And then like he uh, he he enters his own little blue screen of death, mm-hmm. and then uh, he locks up, and then. It says, in the first section of Dr. Wiley's stage, there is an impossible jump to the ladder, an impossible jump, an impossible jump, an impossible jump. And then Nestor corrects him that you can just cross the platforms with the levitation device. And then he wins, and, like, robots are holding up signs saying, Nestor is the winner. And then we... They turned on on him, yeah. Yeah, and then we finally get to see Nestor's moment of triumph, where where he has Howard proclaim him to be the greatest game player in the universe. And then as soon as Howard says it, Howard wakes up in his bed and goes, oh, what a horrible dream. Yeah, the real Howard <laughs> wakes up. <laughs> it's yeah. like the Inception ending. <laughs> wop, wop, wop. How could Nestor prevail? Only what in, the heck's going on with the moon in that frame? I know. It looks, like, it looks like he's in a dollhouse and there's a giant cat looking inside. Maybe that's a, maybe yeah. it's the Dreamweaver <laughs> behind him. Yeah, yeah like know. the moon is shaped like a cat's eye. It looks it looks like a guitar pick or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, and this is yeah, years anyway. before Majora's Mask, so there's nothing should be nothing should be wrong with the moon. But you know, yeah. on Ninja Gaiden, we had the moon within the moon. <laughs> there was the man. Blah. There was, there was blah, the man blah. in the moon. There was the man yeah. in the moon, and then there was the we moon. We have in the to moon. go deeper. <laughs> Moonception. <laughs> and now we have now we video have video shorts, shorts and we're looking at Air Fortress. Uh, I can't really see much of this game. Did you try it or know about it? No, we didn't get this far in playing it. We we called it a night at the at at the point where it looks like a kid riding a flying uh, (laughs) rocket motorcycle thing. Yeah, whatever that is, I want one of those. That looks freaking awesome. Yeah, that's going to be the next trend, I think. Yeah, (laughs) screw (laughs) screw hoverboards. I want rocket scooters. Someone's going to soup up a drone to look like that. (laughs) Oh God! Then we got to. Sky Shark. Sky, Sky Shark, which is just trying to be 1943, but just not as good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> guessing. <laughs> and then Casino Kid, uh, yeah, you get to play cards. Then there's <laughs> Castle well, The nice thing about Casino Kid is actually you can walk around different tables within a casino and play different oh, games. Neat. I wonder if there's like the soul crushing like feel of defeat of a real casino or something. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you lose all your money and you go out behind the back. You know, <laughs> you have to end up turning tricks for cab fare to get back home. Uh, <laughs> That's a, a mini game. Back, yeah. <laughs> so ben, ben, a few years ago, Ben was playing um, Red Dead Redemption for hundred uh, percent completion. We were, we were living together at the time. And uh, I guess you have to win the poker tournament in that game. And I don't know how long you would spend. You spent Three like hours. two hours to, yeah, playing, trying to get the poker game. 
to like to get I, to the completion, whatever. I've been so he there. Comes, I've been yeah, there. <laughs> well, I played a lot of poker at the time, so I like I sat down for like five minutes and figured out the algorithm that the computer was using and like just crushed crushed the poker tournament. He and Ben was like, "Gosh darn you!" You know, like I was oh, like, God. "Thank you." Could finally move yeah. on. <laughs> now I can finally complete. Go back to trying to find beaver pelts for the tenth mm. hour in a row. Oh, yeah, we got, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta reduce the wildlife to zero and make Pretty this, and make this. Oh yeah, that, truly that game is basically reason. like geni- like wildlife genocide. The game, like I, <laughs> I kill everything. It's the, it's the ultimate encapsulation of the white man. It's like <laughs> white guy goes out into nature, eliminates everything, and cashes in. Oh god! All right. It's the American All right, story. So what else do we have? Ca- <laughs> Castle Quest. Uh, I don't know. It looks like. Looks, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it, uh, it's got a it's got a pretty low power meter. Tom and Sawyer graphics. meets uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mylon's secret castle. So it's Tom Sawyer without the racism, and without the Jordan fun either. Jordan versus Bird. <laughs> oh, racism is one the on fun. one. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Which it's actually kind of Michael Jordan did not lend his license out to very many games uh, when he was playing, so it's actually kind of a big thing that. He was in that game, but I don't remember anything about this, so I'm assuming it was pretty Well, cool. even power. Nintendo Power rated it a 2 out of 5 on the fun meter. Yeah, that's not a good sign. <clears throat> that's and now, pretty bad. And now we got Bad Street Brawler, which apparently looks like uh, the Karate Kid taken on Donkey Kong. Yep. And that's not in any of the screenshots. You don't seem to be uh, fighting gorillas in the... I do think there's like a sleeping in a dumpster mode, though, <laughs> looking at the top right. <laughs> it says at the end of each stage, Duke tosses recovered bonus items in the trash can. That, that's your bonus game? You get to recycle? Yeah. You are yeah. Duke Davis, former punk rocker and the world's coolest martial arts vigilante. Former punk rocker? You never leave the punk rock. Yeah, you, know, you don't stop rocking the punk. With moves <laughs> like the ear pull, roundhouse kick, bull ram, strangle, and headbutt, you must dispatch friends like the skateboarder, Fat Man, Attila the Honey, and one really funky gorilla. Attila, Wait, the, Attila, Attila the, the Honey? Is that, is that, a, is that a, that's girl, a girl? That's, or? A, that's an Asian crossdresser. <laughs> yeah, that... I don't know what that is, but <laughs> More it like sounds a, like a hate crime. Whatever's going on, it's probably a hate crime of some sort. <laughs> More like know. Attila the Honey Trap. Oh, oh, the game also features a power glove option and a driving rock and roll soundtrack. That's the best we've ever heard with a game pack. Yeah, yeah, sure. Really? Because sure you only got a three for graphics <laughs> and sound. Why is this guy <laughs> chucking his bonuses into the into the trash can? Uh, and why is he kicking know. a gorilla? I don't know. This is bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's still it's it's, from Mattel, though. It still so. seems to be better than uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. <laughs> Where everything is broken uh, up into a, like a numbered grid, it looks like a paint by numbers map. Oh, it's, <laughs> the map it's, has fifty-eight regions. This may oh, as well wow. be the sequel to Nobunaga's Ambition. It's made by the same oh, company yeah. that makes oh. Dynasty Warriors. And we see what's the screenshot of the action look like because we see overhead maps. So what does the action look like? Fucking numbers and text. Numbers. Well, Ben, did you see the last sentence? Says gameplay and theme are reminiscent of Nobunaga's ambition. Oh well, so, yeah, definitely in your. Yeah, look at that. Look at that text-based menu. That's definitely mm. exciting for. Oh a child yeah, that's. Gonna I want to read like eighty stats to decide about. I'm gonna want to put. I'm gonna want to put down Mega Man Two and Ducktales and Zelda yeah. Two to play numbers. 
This is the kind of game that and decide your like what are my grandparents got you and because they just went to the store and didn't realize this like, is what Chinese parents get their kids <laughs> when they're just like yeah. you want video game I can do video game make you think make you smart not turn your brain to mush like your fat this, neighbor this not shitty game <laughs> it's slick around though anyway. I mean these guys are still around today so I mean some yeah. people must like it well yeah because there's like twenty yeah because there's yeah. like twenty zillion Asians. <laughs> All right. Well, you bad. know the Venn diagram between that and like mathematicians, it's just got to be like a perfect circle. So I think that's probably probably a good sell point for them. It's it's uh, going gonna to look like a 3ds image, like almost perfectly overlaying each other with just a little bit of overlap. So it kind of looks like a it, it kind of like comes out at you. Yeah. And All right. We, so what do we have? We, we have, have the, the top, top the 30. top thirty. The top right. thirty. We have Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link, finally top, topping number one with twelve thousand seven hundred and fifty-four points. Super Mario Brothers Two falling behind by three thousand points. Ninja Gaiden at seven thousand points. Legend of Zelda at number four. Blaster Master at number five. So it seems to be like bobbing up and down into the top five. Have they ever? Do they ever define what the metric for the points? Yeah, are? they do like on the second on a page after this. Okay, it's based on votes from the players' poll. Okay. So when you put in players' like, picks and dealers' picks, and are all added together, right? Yeah, they're That's averaged the way okay. basically. Right. Or I think they're just added together. You're right. Yep, and then we see uh, what's the pack watch? What's the future of NES games? Well, Shadowgate, which kind of looks like. Uh, it looks like Ultima or something. Decent uh, enough graphics, yeah. but it looks like you're yeah. just like walking around and uh, nice graphics. Yeah, it's sort but, of like uh, a faux 3D thing going on, but much better than the faux 3D we saw in Fester's Quest. That's for sure. Yeah. Way, way too many options. Like look, take, open, close, use, hit, leave, speak. You know what? Yeah. You know what we no do thanks. nowadays? We hit the A button, yeah, and it button. does what, <laughs> and it does what we're supposed to do with the thing we're dealing with. It's called but context. More, more importantly, on this page, oh yeah, what is that alien doing? <laughs> he to, is, he to is be- sweating. He's wiping the sweat off his forehead. He's got this. Uh, it's 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 clearly like he's uh, sliding out of his human suit. But if you oh. don't see the zipper, it looks like he's oh. got this human oh, bent yeah. over. Okay, yeah, that's definitely what <laughs> yeah. I was seeing. He's just like, right. what, did you think we were going to use a machine for the probe? Yeah, the alien right. is sliding out of his human suit, which is sliding out of its astronaut suit. Yeah. So it just looks and like a, a chicken, dog pile that the alien is in behind. And a chicken riding like a Leonardo da Vinci flying machine. Yeah, this is yeah there's, a, there's a bird who has wings, and yet he's flying <laughs> a da Vinci uh, pedalcopter. <laughs> and then there's, there's this gnome, this tiny sleeping little, with a sp- this tiny little they, gnome sleeping by a cup of tea. They were, they were co- definitely digging it. They were digging into the clip art vault for <laughs> this page. Like, what do we and, have left over this month? Now you must be wondering, what are they reviving the ET franchise with the alien? No. no. Are they doing an Aliens sequel that doesn't look anything like Xenomorphs? Oh, oh. No. What about What's he talking about? Tips, it's tips about bases loaded to the baseball. It's like, yeah. Okay, what? All right. The interesting Whatever. thing to look for is a player biorhythm factor that helps you gauge whether a player is hot or not. And uh, what? Well, at least the uh, the little, what do you guys call them? Little gnome? Yeah, the little is, uh, gnome. Yeah. yeah, that kind of fits with the Gilligan's Island game. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's the little he's the littlest buddy there is. Yeah, 
All right. So we do, got. Do you the, remember when Gilligan found that elf that granted him all his wishes, but none of them were getting off the frigging <laughs> island? <laughs> yeah, like the professor spent can build a you know a radio out of a coconut and a palm frond, but he can't fix a hole in a boat. <laughs> no, but apparently, apparently they can make condoms out of like palm palm fronds because yeah. you know all you those island, yeah, I, all those islands for like 10 15 years and ginger doesn't have like 12 kids oh well yeah. they go with the uh you, you know, know everyone's gonna method. be pounding <laughs> either that or they just like bent a rover and they're just like okay listen we're gonna have to make do until we hit land <laughs> or maybe gilligan was more into the skipper if you know what i'm yeah. saying i Somebody honestly has, i think right. that uh, gilligan's island was a prequel to lost and that's why they couldn't get off the island <laughs> that would have been great if we saw Bob Denver on the island. <laughs> if he died. Like Jack, I, Jack and Sawyer find this I, guy I with, with, in, a, in a ratty red shirt with a faded, uh, with a with a dirt stained white hat, and he's just got a growth of stubble on his face. And that would have been a great, like, at least like oh, an outtake fuck, or something. Believe, you, know? you want to believe well, how long I've been here? <laughs> I was listening to like a podcast. I forget which one, but they were saying that the different people on the island represent the different deadly deadly sins like there's a there's a fan theory out there where like each each character is one of the different sins like i don't know hurley is obviously gluttony right <laughs> poor hurley Anyway, so what else do we have we have codename viper which has uh like, he's uh, taking his orders from hitler or something i don't know no what, the co- no hitler's the cop uh oh okay Good yeah luck, right hitler's the cop hitler cop yeah, hitler cop that'd be a better name for the game that would be. I would play the hell out of that I game. I would watch that movie. <laughs> if you had a chimp sidekick, I'm in. <laughs> he's got. He's got like a black Jew uh, for oh, a partner. No. And no. then how are these? No. How are these two gonna get along? Tune in this Sunday and find out. In, in, in a sitcom spinoff, they're like trying to share an apartment with each other. They're like, they're hilarious hijinks. What's my, what's mine is yours. <laughs> if I had to write your castrol, I would say it's a nine. Did you leave the oven on again? Oh, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> All right. So it says we're, we're having, we're having the Brombergs over. Forget, don't forget to leave the stove on. Oh, no, no, no. Too soon. Too soon. All right. All right. Yeah. We should move on. <laughs> and then we see tombs and treasures, uh, a laboratory. Like, we see, like, a, a Mayan pyramid. And then uh, uh, what seems to be inside this is a laboratory with a sword and a uh, two-headed ostrich emu, emu thing. And oh. it says it's two-beak. Two-beak or not two-beak. That is the question. And next page well we see Godzilla. And oh, look at the sprite on that. Yeah, that is, oh, we that have is like, solid. This game is okay, terrible. Yeah, blue, blue Godzilla with his blue fire. Mothra <laughs> looks better. And then yeah, we Mothra see like awesome. the uh, Gojira with uh, mm-hmm. attacking a fucking the the uh, the space station. Mm-hmm. And then we see like Godzilla in like a Qbert isometric grid where you can jump on mountains or whirlpools Ugh, or green yeah, no. smoke. And then finally you can. Sp- you can spray bu- blue snot over what seems to be a tumor yeah. uh, that's uh, overshadowing yeah. the earth. This game is yeah, awful. Yeah, I played this game. It's terrible. And then, uh, and then there's the, a boy in his blob. I yeah, that like, sounds like me when I was 13. That's for sure. <laughs> Look, whatever you left in your sheets, we don't need to hear about. <laughs> Why is this sock so hard? <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, so 
uh, Boina's blob. It's like a little blob that kind of looks like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> complete yeah. with yeah. balls. And mm-hmm. he's got, and he's just like inhaling jelly beans. He's like the mm-hmm. proto Kirby. And yeah. did uh, you guys ever play I, this game? No, but I always wanted to. I've I like, heard it's good. I like the concept of it. I played the, uh, ga- I had the Game Boy version of this and it was great. Mm-hmm. It's like a puzzle yeah. solving adventure where depending on what type of jelly bean you feed your blob thing, he turns <laughs> into different things to help you move past the level. So you can see right here, he root feeds beer. a licorice and it turned into a ladder. So like, and then root beer up. turns him into a rocket. Right. <laughs> So you have to be and careful then, with the the licorice you use and and all that. It's it's an interesting game yeah, setup. And it was designed by award winning video game designer David Crane, not Bob Crane who played Gilligan. David Crane <laughs> who designed Pitfall and Ghostbusters. I don't remember either of these being particularly good games. So I guess he finally Pit, no, lucked Pit, out. Pitfall was solid. Pitfall. Pitfall was solid for game. being what yeah, it was yeah. in the Atari. Yeah, I mean it's not really that great now, but no, it's definitely of that like Atari generation. It's one of the best. Ghostbusters, on the other hand, well, they can't all be winners, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what's, all right, what's happening in the world of Game Boy? Anybody else want to take this? Okay, I will. So, <laughs> Dateline. Game Boy. Over 35 licensee companies are working on potential game packs for Game Boy. Well, nothing is in cement. Well, it better not, otherwise you won't be able to play it. We put our ear to the grapevine and thought we'd pass along some of the juicier tidbits. Konami has a couple of likely candidates in the offing. Gridiron Gladiators. Castlevania The Adventure Continues. And Ultra is revving up Motocross Maniacs. Bugs Bunny may find his way along courtesy of Seika, and Hal is working on a Mahjong game. Ooh. Whoa. The, the, ga- the mm. game that kept women uh, distracted at work back in with Windows 95 came out. <laughs> Ooh, Mahjong. Uh, Data East is working on a Game Boy version of Lock and Chase. Never heard of that. Nope. Well, we haven't seen anything about from LJN yet, so it looks like the future may still be bright for the Game Boy. <laughs> it's not got the kiss of the kiss of death yet. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we see win, loser, draw, and Pictionary, and it's oh, illustrated God. by this hmm. cat girl riding an ATV. Yeah. Because uh, that. Could you think of a game that'd be worse for the NES than Pictionary? By the way, like I have to try to use. The NES controller to draw something. Yes, like, anticipation. It's the same game, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I couldn't think of a worse concept to try to pull off. Let, let me try to draw NES something with a D pad and A and B buttons. No, no thanks. In my disposal, yeah, no, that sounds awesome. And then, <laughs> and then gossip, double dare the game. Yeah, and then gossip galore. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of mm-hmm. any of these games except there's a game coming out in 1990 called Time Lords. Which apparently has nothing to do with the doctor. So oh, good luck. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I never heard of this game called uh, Wild Boys. I've I heard, heard of the song, Duran song. Duran song. <laughs> Wild Boys. <laughs> Demon Wild Sword. I've heard Boys. of and I played, which is pretty fun. Um, and I haven't heard of the rest of these. Yep. No. Nope. Baseball Simulator nope. Nine Thousand. The Magic of whatever that word. Is. Shesharade? Shesharade? Web World Sh- Urban uh, Convoy? Schottenfreude? <laughs> That's what it sounded like, Schottenfreude. Shahara- oh, Scheherazade. Yeah, that, that rolls off the tongue. Mm. 
kids will be asking for that for Christmas. Hey, yeah. Dad. Every hey, little mom, top player's Shaharazad. Can I get Shamalama? Yeah. Well, Hitler Cop might play that game. I don't know. <laughs> but, and then Everett and Lindell top player tennis, which sounds a lot like Lee Carvasso's putting challenge. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah. And now uh, we skip a bunch of crap to the yes. Nest Journal, which tells mm-hmm. us that there's a Nintendo TV series coming out. Oh, yeah. Captain N, the, the Game, game Master. Master. I love this show. How about you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. And the intro is great where, like, it's a live action uh actor and he gets sucked into his television playing Nintendo and suddenly he's in an animated world. Uh the yeah, the only question I really have, except for the fact that Mother Brain doesn't look like she does in the uh in the comic. Yeah, why do they the, why do they screw up Mega Man so bad? Why like, is what? Mega Man fucked up? He's blue. <laughs> yeah. They keep mentioning him. They call him the blue bomber, the indigo invader, Nintendo Power. They were on the ball. Yeah. They know what color Mega Man is. Why is yeah. he green? Was he stuck in Woodman mode? Yeah, like, yeah. Is, is, is his system hung up? Like, is his chameleon circuit on overload? What the fuck is wrong with Mega Man? And he talks yeah. like he had uh, uh, his esophagus removed, and he has one of those <laughs> voice boxes. Hello, I'm Mega Man. <laughs> oh, wowzers, this is mega trouble. I'm having a nick fit. Do you have any patches? <laughs> it's like he... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he he was using too much uh, cigarette man power. <laughs> yeah. and, no, he had oh. to uh, he had to have his voice chip taken out. I spent <laughs> too to long have, on the smoke man stage. His his sound card had to be downgraded, and they're working on a rootkit <laughs> for him. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god! All right, uh, it's done by the same team that uh, gives us Alf and Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. masters at Deke. No, no, no. The cartoon version of Alf, not yeah. Alf. The yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. I think oh, my man. favorite. I, I, lo- I love that show. We get to see what life was like on Melmac. Too bad we never got to see like the catastrophe that that uh, ended it though. <laughs> or there's just a giant pile of cat bones, like the cat bone mountain. <laughs> all the cat skeletons, they're just eating all the cats. Lovely. Cat bone mountain. Cat bone mountain. <laughs> My favorite episode of Captain N has to be the one that was a crossover with The Legend of Zelda. And like this is like the only cartoon version of Link that is is more like a hero rather than the, the other cartoon where he's just sort of like a kid. Oh, yeah, know? well, he has a rivalry with, uh, with Captain Kevin. N, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's kind of a bit of a douche. Yeah, well, they, they're it. both a bit of a douche. <laughs> yeah, well, like I wondered, it's Captain N. It's all Nintendo licensed characters. Like they have Tetris, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he ever meet Mario? You think I would have been like one of the first people? And well, I mean, like this they had is, the Mario Brothers show. I guess maybe they weren't trying to do too many crossovers. Yeah, I don't know. This is also yeah. like mm-hmm. the world of Nintendo. Who the fuck is Princess Lana? <laughs> Why isn't it Princess Peach or Zelda? Why isn't it an actual princess or that even we you know? Use, like, you could use, uh, you know, the Seamus or whatever uh, from Metroid or something. Whatever, whatever you want to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they had the all the villains were from video games. You had like uh, King Hippo, uh, Eggplant mm-hmm. Wizard, Doctor Wily showed up a time or two. Mm-hmm. My favorite uh, character has to be Simon Belmont, though. Oh, that! Oh, yeah, perfect douche. <laughs> Full of himself, always checking his hair. But also a complete wuss when it actually came to doing anything heroic. I know. Fantastic. I don't. What's the point of? I don't think I ever watched buff? this. 
show when I was, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember this show. Oh, we'll go so. back and watch at least one episode. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's, it's cheesy, uh, but <laughs> yeah, there were some good episodes like when, uh, right. like, uh, when it looked like they finally defeated mother brain, but it was all just mm-hmm. a ploy to get them to drop their guard. And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> then there was like the, uh, when game boy showed up as a main character, Yep. And oh, uh, God. he he went to the world of Tetris, where every, where the cars are driving around on square wheels, and mm-hmm. all right. Well, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. All right. Anything else about uh, Captain N? Next up, we got celebrity profile for Brian Robbins. Yeah. He is the host of Pictionary, the game mm-hmm. show. Uh, I never watched. He went on to be <laughs> a director of. Um, Many TV shows, movies, including, uh, of course, the classic, uh, was it Eddie Murphy or Bill Cosby? Yep. I remember. Eddie, <laughs> I don't know. I went to sleep. <laughs> a movie called Norbit. When I say classic, I mean classic as in classically bad. Oh, yeah. That's the um, one where Eddie Murphy has to, is trying to seduce himself in a fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you mean, like... you? <laughs> You just know this is how to properly judge an Eddie Murphy movie starring Eddie Murphy. Yay. And Eddie Murphy. Fuck. Right. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. Oh, starring, no. oh no. Starring Adam Sandler. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Not a whole lot of good quotes from here. Unfortunately, they just talk about him and no. his career. No, he's got, yeah. he's got, uh, quite a mullet and he's, uh, Oh, he's got like dreamy eyes. And, he does have uh, a quote down here. Check this out. He's talking about the beach volleyball game that you and I played. Yeah. John. No, no, that's actually I went and checked. That's the one we didn't play. Unfortunately, that's the other one on that page. Really? There were two volleyball games on that page. And it was the oh, one we, we didn't pay okay. to play. Well, he talks about it. The volleyball game being like true life. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah. You know. And uh, the next page says <laughs> Othello link up. It's a bunch of, uh, it looks like Mario and then, and then like chubby Mario mm-hmm. playing. What? Yeah, so Mario it looks like he's getting a uh, water enema from the pipe below him, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a plumber that's not even plumbing. Get your shit together. And then it looks like Gorbachev is playing, I don't know, With someone Bo- else. Against Bush. Yeah, it's like, it's like Bush and Gorbachev playing Othello against each other. Princess. Class no smash most. Yep. I need more black most. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, where did they get, like, a political cartoonist to draw this shit? They did. I don't know. They, like, just yanked it from somewhere. And then apparently. there's, like, some uh, Japanese guy <laughs> going, like, and he's, like, yeah. fighting a ninja. I mean, and like, this Thor is just. Thor is like, about to slice Link's head off in the bottom, it looks mm-hmm. like. There's. And there's some boxer bent over presenting himself. Well, that you have me there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this anyway. is just messed up. And uh, and the, then they try to sell you the the cleaning kit, which uh, those actually do work. They're they're yeah. pretty good. Although you can also replace that with a Q-tip and some alcohol. <laughs> True. Yeah, just get some uh, rubbing yeah. alcohol. Do you know why they uh, sold these kits? I actually looked this up. Because um, people were blowing on them and to make them. money. Well, <laughs> I don't know that it was necessarily to make money so much as it was. Um, it, they they found out what happened to um, certain games when they got dirty when the when the contact chips got dirty. Mm. I think it was Duck Hunt specifically on the title screen. Certain letters would disappear and it would spell like a bad oh, word yeah. and be inappropriate. Right. So rather than have to deal <laughs> with like recalls and all that, they're like, hey, you can proactively just keep your stuff clean. 
And I think for people that got the original uh, game, they actually sent proactively out a, uh, a bunch of like cleaning kits. I yeah, I will say I um, at one point around the year 2000, I actually found an old NES and decided I was going to rebuild it. And uh, I contacted Nintendo um, like customer support people, and they sent me a whole new um, assembly for like the connection part that connects to the like from the motherboard to the cartridge. Oh wow! Like I did, I didn't have I, like I I they said like oh you know they yeah. I gave them the serial number or something They're like that. And they just sent it to me. Yeah, and uh, well, I'm Nintendo sure my ex customer has it, service. I built it for my ex, but like, <laughs> well, uh, really? yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I was. You know, well, anyway. Well, I, I completely um, gutted mine and put a, threw a computer inside of it. Yeah, that thing's sweet. <laughs> we, we were using that for the playthrough the other night. But. All right, and that talks right, about Sensational yeah. Summer CES. So there's a summer yep. CES instead of a winter one? Yep. Apparently. Well, I like the uh, the intro line gets me. It says, like, have you ever wondered what it would be like to visit a magical place where it seems as if anything can happen? It sounds like they're lifting this intro from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, or Neverland Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then it says, like, uh, check out the Sears Tower, the tallest building in the world. Uh, you know, Canadian over here? CN Tower, anyone? Like, no, it doesn't count because it's just a radio mast. Come on. <laughs> it's got a restaurant in it. <laughs> so it looks like they were showing off the Paraglove there, the Adventures of Lolo, and they had a giant, uh, not actually Lolo, but whatever Lala. the... Lala, is that the... Okay. The female counterpart. Is yes, Lala from Lola. Look at the yeah. slipper she's wearing. Yeah, what the heck? It's like she's it's like she's from Kingdom Hearts or something. Yeah, it's like she's, yeah. she went to Disneyland, just like knocked off Minnie Mouse to get her shoes or something. <laughs> and that, <laughs> Minnie got that belt is like under her armpits in that picture. She's, she's rocking the high pants, like 1940s, like cop drama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. And then we see... Now, I know Asians are small, but this one can't even make it up to the screen on the Game Boy. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so they were also selling the uh, Game Boy at the, at the uh, yep. convention show there and all their latest games, including, unfortunately, Fester's Quest. And it says, here's a quote oh. about this. It's fun because it's based on the TV show. There's Lurch and Pugsley, and the whole family thinks that everyone else in the world is crazy. Excuse me? It's not that fun. Make it fun. We played this game. It's freaking awful. Yeah. Well, this is the girl that went reporting, is because it says Abby said that she thinks. Yeah, well, well Abby, Abby, Abby's you're wrong. a dick. <laughs> yeah, Abby, Abby, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Yeah. You get voted off the yeah. island. <laughs> Clearly, Abby. you didn't even play it. The Playing With Power podcast is calling you out. That's right. Your, uh, <laughs> your, your research skills are suspect. Yeah. If you still think Fester's Quest was fun, I'd like to hear from you. And then, let's see, they, what, anything else on this page that we want to... I think that's it. They sell up their back issues, and they talk about what's yeah. the next issue. Iron Sword and Robocop. So maybe they have yeah. an interesting cover there. They talk about Dragon Warrior, massive 36-page bonus insert devoted to Dragon Warrior, complete with map strategies and tactics. That's like almost a full-on strategy guide there, I would say. And then they talk about Shadowgate and Silent Service. Silent Service like Secret Service, but they just can't talk? Uh, No, Silent Service is the uh, (laughs) U-Boats from the... Yeah, that's the... uh, And the U stands as Ultra's new new submarine game, Silent Service. And the U stands for Ultra. 
Okay, next up, we've <laughs> got the Players Poll Contest. In third place with 10 winners is Autographed Robocop Game Packs. So kids, sign on up for the most violent <laughs> adaptation of a movie this year. Get yourself that's one the, of those. As third prizes go, that's a shit ton better than a friggin' jersey. <laughs> yeah, because it's signed by, uh, it had to be, what's his Howard. name? Howard. Howard. No, the crime-fighting uh, ace himself. Who played him? I'm trying to. I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, Peter Welk. <laughs> That's not his name. Robocop. Yeah, Robocop. Robocop. Right, Peter Murphy. No, no. no. Right. What's the actor's name? To the, to the internet. Peter Welker. Welker. He played Murphy. It's not. Yeah, he was Welker? in uh, Peter Peter Weller. Weller. That's it. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you, Google. <laughs> yes, he was also in uh, the Star Trek Into Darkness. Correct. So it was signed by Peter Weller. In second prize, you can get a Super Robocop arcade unit. That's pretty friggin' amazing. That's I doubt, yeah. I doubt awesome. fit in your mail. I doubt, I'd like to see that at your door. Like, yeah. You go to check your mail and... <laughs> so what? where are you putting this? <laughs> I guess I'll put in the You're going to sign for this? Yeah. I wonder, if, I wonder if Howard would bring it to me or not. I don't think so. <laughs> and here's the grand prize. It's probably one of the best prizes they've had That's yet. That's pretty sweet. Which is it's a grand be- prize. <laughs> Win a trip for four to the movie set of Robocop 2. That's Ooh. pretty awesome, although I don't... Uh, you, you better hope that... Tor Houston. You better hope children don't win this, because I think that I think the parents might be like, oh, Robocop. I mean, like, kids love robots, and being a cop, I'm sure it will instill a, a nice sense of authority and trust in law enforcement with them. <laughs> And then you get to see some extra have his chest blown up by squibs on the set and like, fuck you, dirtbag. And, <laughs> and, and then she's just like, um, you should have cleared this. Yeah, I, I, we're going to hear from legal on this one. Yeah. <laughs> they did put in the small print here, the winner is under the age of 18. The winner must be accompanied by an adult. But it says you meet Robocop in person and you witness hair-raising action stunts. You get to... <laughs> You get an adult so someone can cup your ears and cover your eyes when a ch- when an extra is about to blow up. If I won, I would literally be like, uh, "Can I just get the arcade unit instead?" Like that sounds. <laughs> awesome. Can so, I get a downgrade, please? Yeah. Where do I get the arcade? <laughs> can I unit? trade. Yeah, trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a All feeling right. this movie's not going to live up to the uh, to to the hype. Wait, was Robocop yeah. two? Go- yeah, Robocop three definitely wasn't good. I don't remember Robocop two uh, being yeah. very good either. Okay, so Robocop peaked at num- peaked and at the beginning, and then it was all downhill from there. Yeah, I don't think it should have been uh, a trilogy or. It's series. at thirty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which yeah, that's not a good sign. It gets real cheesy in the sequels. It doesn't maintain the same level of authenticity the first one has. Did they have the same director? Oh, no. Robocop three has a three percent rating. That's, that's Ooh, I knew that one was a shit. I that, that one, one on, I think it was like, how did this get made? How did this get made? Covered that one. It yeah. was. Oh, I think that one is the one where he gets in the territory of like a, a little kid, like befriending him, kind of stuff. Mm. Almost like Terminator two. Monkey sidekick. Like monkey sidekick. Horribly, horribly done. Uh, <laughs> the monkey yeah. sidekick. You think yeah. of the <laughs> robot monkey? That would be you think awesome. Of the Clint I would Eastwood watch that. movies with the orangutan. Yeah, <laughs> every which way, but the, but then I think every which every which way. Well, but that, was, that was that yeah, was the whole Lucy. point. Like in the eighties, like whenever they want, whenever like they wanted to like sort of revive someone's career or take a stab at making another movie, they would just like th- throw in like the random sidekick cop movie. Like, yeah. Oh, 
he's paired up with a dolphin. Let's see what hijinks <laughs> they get up to. Like, Could have put oh, a fish tank this, in the aquarium. But this one's on land. Tom Sorry, Flipper, you're out dog. of this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, Turner and Hooch. Uh, yeah, it's a great film. Well, that that film actually is good. I like. Oh, it. have you seen that? There's a movie coming out where Kevin Spacey turns into a cat. <laughs> I was like, really? What? How is this not like directed video in like 1994? Rob Schneider is a <laughs> carrot. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> but one day, herp a derp a derp a derp. All right. Well, I think we've reached the end of the You've issue. exhausted the issue. John, thanks so yeah. much for coming on and being our guest. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank How you. How can our you uh, listeners back, get a hold uh, of please you? Please let me know. Um, I'm sure that I will uh, post on the Facebook page. Uh, I'm happy to put my contact information up, but um, I'm betting that most people want to get in touch with me already know how to get in touch with me so <laughs> the, pe- the people you want to be in touch with already know no no but anyway yes i will be sure to post on the facebook page for the podcast all right so. very good yeah. if you ever want me back please let me know i'll be happy to join you guys again Alrighty, and mike how can they get a hold of us well you can catch us on our facebook you can that's the playing with power podcast you can catch us on itunes uh leave us a rating because we've got some very nice ratings and reviews so far, but not enough to actually get a review. So if, if just one out of every three of our listeners could get on that, we'd have like at least four ratings. So uh, get on that, please. Like, just get, get us a rating. Like, how hard is it to go to iTunes and go, hey, these guys don't completely suck. And you can also catch us on Twitter at getthepower eighty eight. And uh, what apps? You're right. We're available on a couple apps too, right? Right. We're uh, available on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, ben, is there anything else we're available on? Soon to be Google. As soon as they launch their podcast service, will be available on that. And and of course, and uh, Podbean, Podbean yeah. is our hosting service. You can download the app for free and listen to it there. Those I will say Stitcher is very. If you're looking for a podcast app, Stitcher is amazing because it saves where you are in whatever cast you're listening to, and you can pick it up at any other point, like uh, later on on other devices. It's, it's really cool. So. Sweet. So I suppose if you don't have the five dollars spend on Pocket Casts for Android, <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Okay. Yeah. And uh, well, as as my closing thought for this, uh, I just have to ask. Seriously, why is Lana the leader of Video Game Land? Don't you have to be the citizen of a country to hold office? I want to see a birth certificate. <laughs> and with that final closing thoughts, I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And now you're playing with power. And now I'm you're playing. Done. Oh, shit. <laughs> you're going to have to re-record it. <laughs> Suck it, bitches. Don't worry, I'll just cut you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll suck it anyway. Well, thank you for enjoying another episode of Playing With Power podcast. Uh, 
It's John here with Mike, and we wanted to uh, appreciate the, uh, you going back on this retrospective journey through the retrospective podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the retro rabbit hole. The retro, yeah. How retro can we go? We get some retro, retro episodes here. Retro inception. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, just 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 make just make sure the top stops, and then you'll know you're you'll fi- then you'll know you're finally out. <laughs> you wanted to talk about a few things, Mike. Well, uh, you know, these are uh, some of the old episodes, so we probably didn't get to talk about the Patreon. So just a reminder, we have a Patreon. So if you want to support the show in any way, uh, either by uh, financially pushing your way into creative control and dominating the show... Which we're uh, we're not we're fine with like we do on the price, <laughs> and it's it's a very low price. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. So get in while the getting's good. <laughs> Otherwise, if we start making enough money, we start we might start developing standards. <laughs> Don't, I wouldn't hold your breath. But no, but seriously, uh, it, it, it is. Uh, if you if you want to go to uh, what is it patreon.com backslash playing with power. Yeah, patreon.com slash playing with power. And, uh, yeah, any money, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm i well aware. Uh, it's, you know, you don't have a lot of spare money, so anything that you can contribute is much appreciated, not expected. Yeah, you're, probably donate, you're probably donating as much money as possible to the ACLU just to get some someone impeached. <laughs> not saying who. <laughs> but, you know, if you've got a spare nickel or two, you can send it our way and just to just to keep the laughs going. Well, and it's always appreciated whatever you can. And even if you can't and you're just, you're yeah. just on the ride with us and enjoying. Hey, then please rate, review us. Right. Tell people about the show. Like, hey. Word of mouth is free. Scream it so, from the you know from the rooftops. So go to go to arcades and plug it into people's phones. We'll start message me for a playing with power T-shirt, and you don't have to say anything. Just walk around and advertise the show for let's, us. Let's uh, let's start a guerrilla movement here. Let's get this uh, let's get this off the ground. <laughs> um, and uh, the second the second guerrilla the post Harambe movement. <laughs> yeah, this guerrilla will get shot hopefully. Um, <laughs> and. So, uh, also, if you have any suggestions of favorite episodes of yourselves, like uh, if you want to go to the Facebook group, it's all, we always—that's probably the best way to get in touch with us. Honestly, is the Facebook group. Facebook uh, search "Playing with Power" uh, podcast. And you can post it on the page or message us directly. Mm. Either way, yeah, we're, we check that thing religiously. Right. So we might we might use that for some suggestions in the future. And. Uh, Anything uh, right? Yeah, like like Mike said, rate review on iTunes uh, helps move us up the charts. Um, also, yeah, we're, we're Twitter. Get the power eighty eight. There's a lot of people that just don't understand how podcasts work. That they're free. So if you have a coworker that you know is into video games, or you know you can suggest us, or even if you don't suggest us and get them on podcasting in general, that's helpful because. Uh, apparently only about 20% of the population uh, even passively listens to podcasts, so if we can get uh, the spread of podcasts uh, a little bit more prevalent um, it'll it'll help uh, the medium in if general. You, if you can get that 20% of the population listening to us <laughs> Oh my god then you've, then you've done your job. That'd be creepy <laughs> Let's just shoot Let's just shoot for like 20% of people that like old Nintendo magazines <laughs> and we'll go from there <laughs> But anyhow, uh, it is always. Wait a second, our, our download stats have increased by about twenty five thousand. <laughs> yeah, right. Twenty percent of the population that would be millions and millions. But um, we'd probably get some letters from Podbean about uh, having to 
cough up a few more shekels for the hosting. But <laughs> that happened at my well, work. That translates. By the way, like if that translates to the Patreon, then we can just say, "Fine, do you want it in fifties or hundreds?" My work, we paid for like file sharing for like files that we use for um, some uh, our clients. And like, I guess they did an audit of the site because we paid like eighty bucks a couple years ago for the service, and like, they're they want like a thousand bucks a year from us now because we're like such heavy users, <laughs> and we're like, oh, the bastards! Internet is the internet. Yeah. Um, well, they, it's a, it's a little complicated. It, eighty bu- eighty bucks like a couple years ago isn't fair, but a thousand dollars a year isn't fair either. Like, it should be somewhere in between, but uh, you know, it's not my decision, so whatever. But. Anyhow, uh, thank you again for joining us on our retro review of our retro podcast. Um, uh, like we said, reach out to us on Facebook, uh, Patreon, uh, maybe put on Facebook a couple of your favorite episodes. Any- reach out and pay us. <laughs> or not, whatever. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, or, 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 or definitely yes. <laughs> I mean, don't don't let them think that's don't let them think that no is an option. <laughs> pay Mike at least, so maybe he'll shut up. But you know he won't. So if you pay Mike, he'll just keep being Mike. So look, if if look, I'll talk. But if I have enough money to get out of my parents' house and like live on my own, at least I'll be saying happy things rather than sad, depressing, wrist slitting things. <laughs> Help Mike, not David Carradine himself. All right. <laughs> Anyway, people, uh, thank you again for for joining us, and I hope you liked uh, our retrospective episode. And uh, you want to take us on out, Mike? Thanks for uh, listening, and you've been playing with power. Wow.